name is Lyle Swan. He's racing against the clock. Stand by for automatic. In more ways than one. Perimeter violation. Sector four. Terry, is that for real? Because this ride, instead of taking him a thousand miles forward, will take him a hundred and five years backward. Dr. Savage, real. Time Rider, the adventure of Lyle Swan. Hello and welcome to the Vertical Viewing Podcast from Vancouver, British Columbia. This is episode number 75. 75. And my name is Scott. My name is Jared. My name is Michael. Nice one. Very nice. Welcome. One. This is a kind of a special episode. We probably do the same thing as we always do, right? Well, we yeah. Yep. It'd we be a great anything. show. Okay. Same music. Uh, on today's episode, we're going to catch up on the films and TV shows we've been watching, as well as the week in film news, before a featured review of Ghostbusters. From? From director Ivan Reitman. I mean, Paul Feige. Feig. Is it Feig? So we could just... I think I heard it pronounced I don't know if you guys watched the original, the OG Ghostbusters recently. Yeah, I watched both last um, week. So why don't we just like just review that instead? I don't know. I don't know. I think <laughs> looking at because there's a lot going on on the internet in response to this yeah. film, and yeah. I think that we should talk about this film in context. And, yeah, in context, I like it. I as like well it, as the other ones, and kind of forget about the whole made-up controversy. I think that that's yeah, happening. It's it's yeah. I guess the trolls won. Uh, you, Did they coming from Dream? I, they I, uh, I, DreamWorks, well, Pixar, Trolls. Yeah, you see, yeah. We all saw that. Justin right? Timberlake presents. <laughs> uh, you can subscribe to all of our episodes on iTunes or through the podcast software of your choice. Uh, you know, when you go to iTunes, your main mission there is a five star review for the old vertical viewing. Uh, Should you choose, ladies to and gentlemen, it. and then what kind of recipe are we looking at this week, guys? Mm. What are we What are we looking for? I want some seafood. Still. Okay. I'm well, it's summer. I need, I need something on the barbecue. Ooh. Some sort of fantastic barbecue recipe. Mm-hmm. I bet you the provider's got another yeah, okay. killer. Some sort of salmon on the barbecue thing? Sure. Yeah, we never did get that whole fish recipe, so how about a whole fish on the barbecue? Mm-hmm. Our website is verticalviewing.com. You can go there. There's a donate button. If you like the show, if you appreciate what we do... Uh, if you want to help us keep the lights on, uh, pay those hosting, those web hosting bills. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can click on the donate button. There's a PayPal link there. Anything you want, zero is fine. <laughs> zero <laughs> point zero one, or that would that would be a tenth of a cent. Well, in another country, that might be worth something here. <laughs> no. so. One. Bitcoin. Ex- yeah, that, we got to get on well, that, right? We, decimal we, zero 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 zero. We explain zero. that. Yeah, we accept Ethereum. Uh, we got zero, an inst- zero, zero. We got an Instagram account today. Yes, we zero, did. Vertical zero, viewing. Zero, one oh, Bitcoins. Fuck. Jesus, <laughs> are are we up and running on the ver- on the vertical viewing Instagram? We're there. We we uh, we have to post some pictures during the break here and throw okay. them up. But. All right, take a, take a photo of a couple gummy bears and we'll be good to go. Uh, we'll do one. Live, <laughs> yeah. You can send your thoughts and recommendations to our email address. It is verticalviewing at gmail dot com. We're on Twitter at verticalviewing. Uh, Red, 
This is your last show for a little bit, isn't it? Yeah, I'm actually getting up very early in the a.m. tomorrow, getting on a plane and heading flying through the sky to the to the eastern motherland, I suppose. Yes, back the, home, the motherland. Okay, of Halton Hills. Yes. Which sounds a lot ritzier than it really is. <laughs> That's why I said it. <laughs> yeah, you don't call it Georgetown. Uh, well, we're going to Ottawa, too, and Toronto. You're going all over. Yeah. Well, we're doing the Ontario bit. I mean, enjoy yourself. Before you go, what have you been watching? I think you're still on your uh, NWR kick. Yes. So So how's Nicholas Winding Refn doing uh, this week? Interesting that you should ask, because... I did go see Neon Demon, mm-hmm. um, which we apologize for not being able to review, or do we? It, it, did we miss out last week by swapping Enemy in for Neon Demon? So this one, I'm really glad, actually, that I watched Only God Forgives. I knew it. <laughs> I fucking knew it. Well, because this is, I mean, his. it's just dripping with his style. Mm-hmm. You know the the. You need to beat minimal level, movement. You need to complete level one, which is only God forgives. Probably like that's the. This one I think was more polished. Okay. Um. So it was. I don't know. Only God forgives was was fun, but I don't know if it was as coherent necessarily. This one at times is a bit wacky and weird, but. I I think I kind of like Nicholas Winding Refn. I told so, you. I told you now. So what? But, you're, you're, but you're, I'm you're, still. The, I don't love this movie. Okay, but you you're all, you're you said you didn't like. I can't. Only I don't God wanna, forgives. Okay. You said you didn't like it last week. Are you going back on that? Because I did. I felt like I didn't like. Uh, Only God forgives. OGF the first time, and uh, <laughs> I kept like it sticks with you, and it's sort of. So Only God forgives climaxes with. That showdown, right? Yeah. I can't spoil Neon Demon because it's still out. But it is a very different movie mm-hmm. than uh, than his others in general. I would say, like, so it's a horror movie, right? Um, no. <sighs> I don't so, want to spoil anything. Quickly summarize. It's, about, it's, it's like... What, what, what is this thing about? So if uh, Only God Forgives is about kickboxing in Thailand, uh, Neon Demon is about a young girl who wants to be a model. Mm-hmm. L Fanning? And how is L Fanning in it? Great. Okay. Yeah. I actually... The... Uh, it was funny because I saw this at the Rio... So we had a uh, very lively audience. It usually is, like, isn't it? A lot of laughter when it shouldn't. <laughs> when there's not supposed to be oh, any laughter, like okay. a lot, a lot, like frequently. So the Turbo Kid audience showed up for Neon Demon after a few beers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that place is a fucking fun house. It was great though. Like, I, it really improved my experience. <laughs> Um, oh, the Rio! What a great place to watch movies. People always try lighten up joints in the in the theater, and the, the, the ushers go like, you, "You can't actually do that in here." Like, what are you doing? It's, uh, but it was uh, the ending is it 
I think if people liked Drive, because that's sort of the I think his bigger film, right? That's the one that that's most his most easily heard of. his most high profile movie, right? For sure. So if you liked Drive, maybe take a look at Only God Forgives next. Yeah, you gotta move up these little levels. It's it's a video game, and yeah. it gets progressively harder. Right? And then if you dig his style in that have you seen valhalla rising though which is the viking movie with mads mickelson Mickelson? no no i have not okay that one he actually made a a right before drive i think was this the same sort of like nobody moves and nobody says anything it's super trippy valhalla rising is super weird okay well you gotta check that one this one is all in red and blue like it's all the same palette as uh only God forgives. Um, a lot of it is in the dark. <laughs> Sounds like the same thing. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. Y- is this less style over substance? Like, it sounds like there's a little more there in terms of to me of a movie. Kind of felt like there that was sort of done on purpose, though. Like some of the lines were very shallow, and like people would say things, and you're like, really? But that's sort of the point. Wouldn't it highlight that whole industry, that's right? A, like, but that's what I mean, yeah. right? It's about the You're sort not gonna of emptiness mo- of that. Models aren't ha- having the deepest conversations. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But um, maybe I will check it out. Jenna Malone, though. I heard she's really good in it. Yeah. And I heard there's some dirty sex. Oh, there's... <laughs> yeah, I've heard... Um, I've, I've had this slightly spoiled for me. Don't go into it, but I've, I, I know a little bit about what, <laughs> what goes down with her. It's like I've seen a lot of dark or gross shit damn and uh this one was i was kind of like this year's been rough eh? you've been going through some rough stuff with green room and bone tomahawk and neon demon like he's our grindhouse <laughs> i have to see all the like gory thanks, ones thanks, thanks for doing it, it seems like that's what you're just doing anyway uh it just turns out that way well the jenna malone oh yeah there's a scene in this I'm not going to spoil... I don't want to spoil it at all. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you you had it spoiled. So I, just, I just... I I know what it involves. I don't know what what goes on in it at all. So I, I just know that there's this... The setting might be enough to make you squeamish if I said that... Don't... Yeah. Something happens in a morgue. <laughs> That's kind of all you need to tell somebody. Okay. Yeah. Moving... So, yeah. Moving... Yeah, yeah. Moving quickly along. Moving quickly <laughs> along on a, on a lighter note. Um... I continued to watch Preacher. I'm looking forward to the episode this evening. Um, I read all three of the graphic novel series Outcast, which is currently being made into a TV program. Which uh, so who wrote this? Who published this? Actually, um, I believe it's Image. Okay, Comics. Um, I can't recall the writers right now, but it's kind of cool. Okay. Um, I didn't know if I would dig it. Uh, I bought the first one on recommendation from Big Pete and yeah, turned out like to be like it hooked me very, very well. So I bought the other two. Uh, there's a guy who we kind of see is probably depressed, living by himself. Um, used to have a wife and daughter, but maybe beat him up. But, like, we don't really know what's going on. He's flashing back to this traumatic childhood event with his mom. Turns out, basically, we're dealing with demonic possession. 
and uh, mm, just your standard. This guy kind of like repels, like his touch. If you're possessed, like and he touches you, it's like ah, and uh, he ends <laughs> so up. He's, it's like ah, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I so really, and if his bodily makes, fluids makes get sense. into get on you, or like water that he like has spit out or whatever, if he bleeds, that'll basically purge this demon or whatever from the host but if they've been in there for too long then you're like a vegetable so it's like constantine or something um constantine i forget what he does i well i don't know that well enough but he is like angels and demons kind of guy right and he Mm -hmm. like can't yeah (laughs) but this one he ends up teaming up with this uh this priest who like on the side between poker games and uh, winning money for the church at, at these these like drunken games, uh, he's also an exorcist, and so they team up and go out and and the guy's really reluctant at first. He doesn't want to join up with the priest. <laughs> he's depressed and he doesn't want to go outside. And so it's his their story, and the the devil himself shows up. So this is next door. This is some good <laughs> stuff. They're, they're, this is on what station? Do you know? I, it's either like is it HBO or AMC? Okay, so it's promising. It's not like sci-fi yeah, no, or something because that's what hmm. uh, I the, didn't actually realize. It, it might actually being, be AMC. You know that you hold on. The network usually makes a big difference, doesn't it? When you find yeah. out what it's on, and they're making preachers, so mm-hmm. that's proving to be quite good. Okay, I <clears throat> I watch Stranger Things on Netflix. The whole thing. I have seen episodes one and two. I've seen three of them. Okay. So we can talk. You have not seen any of this, I'm None. assuming. I've seen the internet is uh, sort of buzzing with uh, positive things. Um, okay. Or not not necessarily positive, but uh, things like this is weird and cool. I mean, it, it's maybe... just Netflix is just nostalgia flicks as usual. It's... Just a, a basically an '80s and '90s retro generator at this point. Uh, this is like an Amblin Stranger Things. If you don't know what it is, is the new Netflix series. Winona Ryder, kid goes missing. Matthew Modine, her son goes missing, and at the same time, a strange girl shows up on the same night. Another boy too, though, right? It's actually a girl with, with super, shaved hair, super short hair. Oh, That's actually a, that a little a girl. Female. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's strange events happening in this town. It's very Amblin-esque. Like, it feels like a Spielberg movie from the 80s. Like, it's, it is a mashup of, of probably 10 different things. Like, I can feel... Some E.T. Even, which sounds ridiculous at this point, it's even mashups of, of new retro films that are reflecting the 80s and 70s. So it feels like a little bit of Super 8 Put into this, which is yeah, I can al- see that. already a, 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 an homage. It so looked like Chronicle we're, to me. We're past the Rubicon here. It's it's very Close Encounters, very E.T., very Goonies, very... We've got an... Well, so far, there's been a great nod to Poltergeist. Yeah, that too. Um, um, the, the first 10 minutes of this, we should maybe watch it over the break, or eight minutes of this is awesome, because there's this scary chase sequence with this thing thing and i am very afraid of those things in general 
It's I'm I'm really yeah. liking this series. It, it's it's scary. I didn't like episode two as much as I liked episode one. I don't know how good episode three is. Hmm. Three's pretty good. Uh, but I mean, if you like '80s Spielberg stuff, it feels like Stephen King mashed up with. Spielberg. Steven Spielberg. And, um, yeah. Um, I don't know that I'm a fan of Winona Ryder. She's really weak. Yeah. She's really weak, guys. Like, does not, to me, doesn't sell any of this emotion. Like, this should be the worst moment in a parent's life, and she doesn't sell it at all. She was really good in Mr. Deeds. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> Moving on. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, wow. Thanks, yeah, the, the, thanks for <laughs> getting that. <one. laughs> the the intro uh, sequence is just so good. A sick credits, With like some synth wave. Drop the synth on. wave. Just, you got to see this alone, just for this thick, thick opening credits with this awesome Tron synth soundtrack. As the the blood red credits are coming in, it feels like it's pulled right out of the actual era it's in. Uh, but I'm just tired of telekinetic powers and government labs and no yeah that's fair you know like is this another akira ripoff i don't want to get too into it but yeah well yeah hard to say i really like a little not even more you see a little more of what's going on with the girl in episode three uh there's only eight of them yeah so they're an hour long each i'm excited to see where it goes i'm i'm enjoying myself i wouldn't say it is the best show ever no but it's pretty good. I just wish it stayed with how sweet it is in the very first eight minutes, which is probably not fair. Well, I think a lot of that also has to do with Winona Ryder. Like, they focus a lot on her yeah. and her insistence that she can... The cop is actually pretty good. He, yeah, he's really good. Um, so I also watched Time Rider, The Adventure of Lyle Swan. Yes, I'm waiting patiently to hear all <clears throat> about Lyle Swan. So this is from director William Deere, who's from... He's from Toronto. He's a Canadian director responsible for such 80s classics as Harry and the Hendersons oh. and Angels in the Outfield, which I guess is a 90s movie. Still. Two of those, both of those are sweet. Yeah. Those are sweet movies. Absolutely. Childhood. Who's disagree with those? Like, slice me right in half, open me up, and Angels you got in the outfield? Angels in the Outfield beating it still inside Isn't of that um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt? It's amazing. Matthew McConaughey's in that. You got Adrian Brody uh, on the baseball team. It's arguably, insane. Gordon-Levitt's Best performance to date. Damn. Oh, haven't when, you seen The Wire? When are we going to be a family? Or The fam- Walk, The Walk. That's what I, not The <laughs> no, Wire. No, 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 no. <laughs> when, when are we going to be a family again? When the angels win the pennant? Bum, bum, dear, dear God. Dear, dear Lord. <laughs> uh, so, Time Rider. From the director of Angels in the Outfield and Harry and the Hendersons. Time Rider, The Adventure of Lyle Swan, everybody. That's was the this full before title. or after those others? This is 1981 or okay, 82. Okay, so before. You got Fred Ward as the lead Lyle Swan, uh, who's just a badass dirt bike rally racer. He's the R- best, He's the he? best, yes, he's the best. And he races in the Baja 1000, which is basically this gigantic desert solo rally race with a fucking... It's a real race. Right? Yeah, and you're you're... Dirt biking across the desert alone on this epic trek, and you've got to like plan out your yeah. whole route, and you have a radio telling For hours, you, right? Yeah, it's like a giant. Imagine like a rally race, just but by yourself, and your whole Through team the desert. is back. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. So it actually sets up the time ride, I guess, if <laughs> you will. Right. 
quite well. So this is before Buckaroo Banzai. This is before pre-Buckaroo. This is pre... And Buckaroo is pre-Back to the Future, which is basically a ripoff of Buckaroo Banzai. Uh, it so gets is really this, deep. Is this like... <clears throat> No. A proto. It is not. Okay. It's not. It's not great, <laughs> not guys. I, 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 I hate to break it to you. Time Rider isn't really great. Uh-oh. Is it good? It's okay. It feels really Mad Maxy. It feels really like... I mean... It, Which one? Which Mad Max? It feels... Fury Road? It feels like... No, like... Road Warrior? I don't know. You, you gotta see it. I'll, I'll give it to you. I think he's... What you're trying to say is it's... Beyond Thunderdome. Sick. No, it's 81, so it's before. Sick dirt biking shots right off the bat. Motocross was big in the 80s, right? Like, just motocross. Motocross and, like, rollerblading. <laughs> but Together. M- motocross is a word you don't hear much anymore. <laughs> no, I don't I do not do that. What happened to that? Uh, but Time Rider, man, Lyle Swan, he's at the wrong place at the wrong time. He basically, as he's on this desert rally race, he just essentially drives through Area 51, basically, drives through a government uh, time experiment. But it's badass because he, he goes into this weird little bubble where, like, beside this little gas station pump-looking thing, and he's like, where am I? What's going on? And then he all of a sudden zaps back into the past. But since he's in the middle of the desert, he has no idea. And so he, he he drives off of this pad and off into the desert. And then, like, moments later, the whole pad goes, like, zap. And then, ba- like, the pad's gone. zips back to the future. Yeah. So if he had only, you know, sort of stuck around on the pad, he would have just sort 30 of... 30 seconds in the zip, same spot. Zip back, go back to his own time. It was a government test, you know? They're just sending this thing back and forth. Instead, he leaves the little time bubble. Bad idea. Mm-hmm. Bad idea. Now it becomes Cowboys and Aliens. There's aliens? No. But it feels like <laughs> it it feels like a wacky mashup of because he he eventually becomes be like he is chased because of his motorcycle. The 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 plot of the movie becomes you have this machine and we need your machine. It's actually kind of good. You have your expectation is that these imbeciles from 1874 are like what is your magic, you know, bike but since it's the industrial it's revolution they yeah. see it and they go that's a interesting contraption you got there like they understand that it's a machine and they want it and it's like think about how cool technology from oh, today would seeing be seeing a bike when there was only horses yeah so these guys are freaking out everybody wants it uh and it becomes sort of a chase around the desert to get time riders dirt bike back so is he just running from everybody the whole movie kind of he meets <laughs> a hot lady uh does he impress her with his motocross skills Oh, please, yeah. please tell me he does some jumps and stuff. Yeah, there's got to be a montage in there. Oh, he does like jumps like galore. He's always like jumping over top of like, you know, spark effects and, you know, <laughs> pyrotechnic shots that are detonating at the maybe not at the right time. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's uh, very little humor in this. It's pretty ironic. Like, there's no irony. It's pretty straightforward. It's a, it's serious. You, like, you they want... Take it- your 80s movies, you want irony, right? If it doesn't... I want some, hum- some self-deprecation. If you don't have it, it sort of fails as like a retro rewatch and sort of let's have fun and watch this. Like, it, it just becomes... It's still fun, but this would have worked better if you had seen it when you were a kid in the I, 80s. Yeah. And- it doesn't work sort of as well with our window from mm. 2016. 
but there is a sweet little great grandfather paradox kind of thing going on at the end here, and he doesn't really agree. The, maybe the, my favorite part about Time Rider: The Adventure of Lyle Swan, nineteen eighty one, directed by William Deere, uh, <laughs> is that he really Lyle really never realizes he's in the past until pretty late in the movie and he's just like you guys are like because he thinks he's just in the in the desert with a bunch of weird rednecks like we're dressed backwards. as cowboys he he does not really ever put it together until at the very end when there's this like sort of stupefying moment where there's this uh i guess i'll call it a macguffin of some kind there's you know a pendant that symbolizes something in the plot and he sort of has this epiphany like oh shit i'm in the past it's uh it's that's Time Rider. Nice. Uh, I was gonna say nice, but so it's 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 I don't know. So how late? Like that would have been amazing if that was the final shot of the film, where he's just like, "Oh shit!" It, like, kind, really it, it, it kind of is. <laughs> okay, it kind of is. But there, it, there's like a, I don't want to ruin it, but there's, it, it's it got you an can, interesting. You can ruin this, I think. I don't think anyone's gonna watch. It. You gotta see this. You told me about Time Rider. Yeah, they, but they, you're not. You're yeah, not based really on your review. It up. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> There's a helicopter at one point, and all the you know all the cowboys. Are, what the fuck is that? <laughs> uh, it's it's pretty good. Okay, but you guys, I, I I should have sold this better. I just sabotaged this whole thing. No, man. maybe if you lend me the VHS, I'll put it in my VCR. Yeah, see, I purchased it <laughs> at a flea market or something. I mean, this actually is on Blu-ray. Believe it or not, this is <laughs> what. Yeah, it's nineteen ninety nine on Blu-ray on Amazon or something. Yeah, there's like there's that. actual Blu-ray copies of this with the laser net and everything. Sweet, you know, Mike. We haven't even got to you yet. What's uh... I'll get? Well, I, I watched Stranger Things the first three episodes. Of course, of course. Yeah, so I'm I'm liking that. Uh, it's sort of been a Netflix week. I also watched The Fundamentals of Caring on Netflix, the Netflix movie okay. with Paul Rudd, okay. Selena Gomez. This feels like just a such a festival, like a film festival movie. And Craig Roberts, who plays the uh, guy with muscular dystrophy who's in the chair. So basically, Paul Rudd is um, a disaffected caregiver. Like, it starts with him at a fundamentals of caring class, learning how to be a caregiver. And he goes to interview to take care of uh, Craig Roberts' character, who is in this chair, obviously, muscular dystrophy. Um, So it's like care, like... Like being a care person for someone. Well, yeah, and and the thing is, the the kid is super sarcastic, and he plays pranks all the time, um, and so he sort of get Paul Rudd kind of starts joking with him. I guess he's one of the first caregivers to stick around that long because the kid's a bit of a handful, mm. and so instead of letting him just stay in his comfort zone, he's like, you know what? Let's go. All, he, the kid's got a map of like the world's deepest pit and all other these ro- weird roadside attractions in the U.S. So he's like, you know what? Let's do it. Let's go on a road trip. We'll do it. And he, he managed to manages to convince the mother after, like early on in the film, um, we find out that Paul Rudd's kid is dead. Like his, his son died. Okay. So um, this is not like a heartwarming. This is like some film, film festival stuff for sure. Well, it is, pre- it is actually pretty heartwarming. Hmm. Like it's fun. At the end. Like it's fun. The writing is good. Um, the acting is great. Like Paul Rudd's always pretty good. And this Craig Roberts guy just knocks it out of the park. So the Gomez is all right as like a, a bit of a drifter. She plays Dot, who's kind of running away from home. Dot. And uh, <laughs> yeah, Dorothy, this 
I, I cannot buy her in, as anything but like a Disney actress. Yeah, I'm. She, yeah, she's a, a little bit like that. Buying that she'd be good. But, I mean, you guys have seen Spring Breakers, I guess. Yeah, she's good in that, but that's true. Fair she's enough. only in it, she's it, only in it for like it's twenty just minutes. Difficult. Because, yeah, I don't know. Um, so yeah, this like the, the idea is they go off on this road trip and try and branch out and li- actually live life for this kid who like apparently the muscular dystrophy thing you don't typically live past 30 he's 21 um so paul rudd's like you know what let's get out and do things and along the way you know they meet some people they confront his father who abandoned him uh it's really good like there's some nice surprises they set up Mm. near the end emotional oh what's this uh manipulation yeah emotional pornography uh, yeah, anyway. This is, the, this is what Pixar gets a pass on that all the time. They do. Um, but but it, like the characters were, were pretty good. And overall, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I came out of the movie thinking, okay, all right, you know what? Okay. I feel pretty good about that. Uh, there's, I, I believe there's a book, right? It's based on yeah, some it's, bestseller. It's based on the book that's it's something like a, a re... A longer title, I believe, right? A reimagining of the fundamentals of caring or something like that. It's based on a textbook. Um, well, it's based on a book that was written about the textbook sort of thing. So, yeah, I, I'd, <clears throat> I'd recommend it. Like, it's a Netflix okay. movie, okay. and it's pretty good. So, um, check that out. I, I, I mean, should we talk about... I watched Ghostbusters 1 and 2. Should we, I guess we can discuss that. I watched during, those yeah. as well. Do we, do we... I guess we can save those. They'll be part of the Ghostbusters discussion, the I The final believe. discussion. Yeah. Uh, Pokemon Go is still a thing. Oh my god, is now a thing. Yeah, I guess it, it officially released in Canada today. Yeah, uh, you guys have had another week to hunt for Pokemon. Be a trainer. Be the best trainer you can be. I, I don't I really play it very much. I, I'm not like these people that you hear about. That uh, uh, I'm not a. I'm just a casual. Pokemon Go user, mm-hmm. like if I have to get from somewhere and I'm walking, you make I sure will, it's on. I will turn it on and you know have a look at it. Oh, uh, the servers were o- overloaded this afternoon after the official release, and I have some eggs that I'm trying to incubate in the game, but I couldn't log in, and I was so mad. Yeah, it was, it was like I'm out and about doing things. Why can't? So I've, I've now realized that it started to take over my life <laughs> because anytime I'm doing something stupid. Just walking around or whatever. Oh, I gotta go to the convenience store. It's only a couple blocks away. This has to be on, or I'm wasting my my steps. Mm. Yeah, like, there, there's some funny stuff about this game uh, in terms of how much data it uses. It's it's a killer. It's a killer on your battery, uh, mm-hmm. just because it's setting the GPS constantly. Know? Yeah, but that's not actually a lot of information. It's just harsh on your battery. I've heard so, it's about 10 megs an hour if you keep it going constantly. I think it's even less than yeah. that. There's, I've, there's I've, lots of like <clears throat> tips and tricks on for people on how to maximize battery life while playing. Yeah, yeah. Battery life is going to be something that hopefully mo- like fa- phone manufacturers are going to get. I, I kind of want to buy a battery bank, a little... Uh, yeah, I totally need to do that. Portable yeah, uh, battery should. pack. People need those. They're going to build like poke bags to like have like a bunch of battery banks in the back and just like a cable to their phone. Oh, God. The battery packs are going to look like Pokeballs. There's going to be a big Pokeball in the back of it. Uh, you could sell this right now on Etsy and make a I saw a UFC of fighter won a match and, yeah, and did, a did the Pokemon... Pokemon yeah. uh, Threw a ball, right? It's like, yeah, celebration. He rolled a Pokeball and then did the, like, put on a Pokemon hat and did the peace sign. Yeah, it's pretty big. 
the 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 data usage though is probably even less than what you said there. Ten megabytes. Like yeah, I I've had I've had have unlimited data plans now. Not in Canada. Not in Canada. <laughs> Well, yeah, we suck. But <laughs> we definitely do. So uh, it looks like I've had it installed for a week, and it looks like it was like 40 megabytes. The reason I bring this up, though, is because T-Mobile humorously advertised, if you come to our network, uh, we will give you unlimited Pokemon Go data. <laughs> and then you think to yourself, oh, well, it, it's a good thing this uses like... A mic like a microscopic amount of data compared to just browsing like Chrome. Yeah. <laughs> like I just I, I find wow. it humorous what the you know well, how big of a thing Pokemon Go is. It's gonna be it's unbelievable. No, but it's gonna be crazy to see all of the mimic games and shit. Like this is gonna be really rough on the internet. Well, there was this is like a follow up to Ingress, right? Like a lot of the it's a reskin of Ingress. Yeah, it's the, just, literally the same game. Yeah, but all it's the Pokemon gyms and stuff. And people actually care about Pokemon, whereas Ingress, I mean, it had a decent sized user base. Yeah, I think but I said, like, I don't know what the nodes are and hacking into that. Like, no. it's weird as hell. Yeah, that was a more of a, like, underground thing. The appeal like, was more limited. But I look at Pokemon the, I just, is, you just whoa. bounce off of it. Yeah, but Pokemon is so... Like, I was playing Pokemon Red and Blue. All I gotta do is turn on my camera and I can see them right here. <laughs> yeah, like, I played Red and Blue on the Game Boy when I was, what, 13 or something like that? Yep. And now I'm just like, okay, I can actually go out and catch these pokemon they're (laughs) they're around it's amazing that nintendo took this long to figure out that mobile phones are like better than the the ds like if you guys want to stay in business like no one's no one's bringing a phone and a nintendo like a 3ds with them like it's just not happening so what well surprises me is that there isn't more ar games out there like ingress is this is the beginning pokemon was one but like when i got my new phone which is not that new anymore. Uh, the first thing I did was start getting new apps, and I found these AR ones, and they're great for school. Like there's one augmented reality, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, and augmented reality is not virtual reality. It's just augmenting this one. Um, there was one called Elements 4D. There was one called Enchantium, and they were cool little. Uh, you could tell that they had just been whipped together sort of quickly. I, I, um, I'm really scared about the shovelware we're going to get in about a month. <laughs> like, yeah, but it's like scary. The, the the possibility here, like there could be so such fun. No, but we're going to get like games. You're going to look at the app store, and it's going to be flooded with like like super bird catcher AR, and it's going to be this dog shit Pokemon ripoff that's all like. Yeah. There's going to be so much copycat garbage like, going be, on. Yeah, like a Minecraft version. Yeah, like, it's going to be really but I, rough. But I don't, yeah, but I don't think, I, I don't know why people are even doing that. Because the only reason this is successful is simply because it's the Pokemon. License. It's, it's the license. Right? Yeah. And, and and the Pokemon brand is a collectible thing on its own. Like, yeah, it, people got to figure out, though, how to do AR. Besides Pokemon, how are we going to do AR and make it really fun? Well, Think about if you could wear <clears throat> like a some glasses like and play Pokemon like Go. Google could make something, and you, then if they you would could call wear it like maybe like, like Google, Google Glass. Let's or bring yeah, let's that's how a good about, name. They how should about, call it that. How about we, this Google Glass, if you will? <clears throat> let's bring back Google Glass and play Pokemon Go on that. So you have like you could just be walking around and see the Pokemon. Exactly, it's just in front, like I can see it right there, and then he's hiding, running across the road, and you're getting hit by cars, and that mm-hmm. way you're not. Looking at your phone, you're actually looking at reality. That's yeah. true AR. Yeah, well, true ish. 
what's not what's false about yeah. looking through the, my camera on my device. Yeah, I guess it's the same thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. a little bit of a different effect. I know it's where like you're cardboard, coming from, right? Because right? cardboard, when you when you, for example, when I put on my could Mattel Viewmaster, could and you I, play and before I Pokemon up, Go in that? <clears throat> can you play Google Cardboard uh, Pokemon Go? No, there's no the camera doesn't. A, yeah. It's not a. It's not going to cardboard. It's not going to do the stereoscopic. No, but uh, when I put on my Mattel Viewmaster to start up, you have to look at uh, Viewmaster disc. And that is like you're looking through the headset and it's the camera is just on. So you're like looking yeah. around and you have to look down at the disc and then hover over the cool stuff that appears over the disc, which is the AR. What setting. we need is Pokemon They Live glasses. So like it shows oh, you shit. the sunglasses on so everyone looks all cool with the It'll Ray-Bans. be the next Nintendo. Uh, like N- the Nintendo add-on. next. <laughs> yeah. uh, is there anything else, fellas? Saga six, amazing. Yeah, I read God, Saga six. Gotta read that. My favorite line in almost anything everywhere was uh, in Saga six, and it's anyone who tells you that all the answers are found in one book hasn't read enough. Hasn't read enough books. Haven't, hasn't read enough books. Yeah. It's like yes, because mm-hmm. there's so mm-hmm. if you recall our discussions of uh, uh, Saga in the past, uh, there's a war going on between the Moonies and uh the uh landfallians i don't know landfallians yeah sure so like the horns versus the wings and uh there's a jail i guess in this one where prisoners of war are kept and there's a child there and she's being taught by uh this teacher and she's telling her teacher about how you know secretly some people believe that Moonies and Landfallians can get along, maybe even love each other. And there's this book that this guy wrote that keeps popping up. And in the maybe we haven't mentioned this book before actually, but it's like this pulpy romance novel that everybody reads. That's triggered the entire story of Saga. <laughs> yeah, that basically. So it's a classic story within a story. Yeah, kind of thing. It seems like all the best... but it's really bad. Like why, everybody but, admits that it's really bad. Why do all the greatest comic books have a story like a within the story kind of thing? Metafiction, man. That's pretty common, right? More relatable too, I think. Like the Watchmen formula seems pretty common. Oh, it's not like that though. No, no. The Watchmen but, is a comic book within a within a book, and and book. there's all these supplemental things in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is this uh, is just a romance novel that triggers the entire. Yeah, like Daniel Steele type. Like nice. But the but it's written by a guy, and there's a, there's a lot more to it, I guess. But uh, inspires this. Yeah, land. that comment is yeah. really good. So would you guys like Seth Rogen to make a no. TV version of this? No, no, I want uh, his hand is not Yodorowsky to make Ooh. an animated version of, or this. maybe NWR. His basically Yodorowsky's protege, NWR. Right? No, yeah, but no. There's a lot of substance to this. <clears throat> And yeah. it needs to stay there. <laughs> it's not just like visual eye candy. It would be nuts, though, honest, like visually, if he did it. But I don't think he would do the story justice. Yeah, it, I don't know how you could like the robots just turn into whatever. I fucking gotta read this. Like they can just literally like their heads are TV screens or. Whatever. Can I get like some hardcover omnibus version of this? Mm, yeah, there's a collected for the first three, I think, right now. The first three okay. trade paperbacks. There's Why six wait? total. Why wait? Yeah, it's get true. all the trades. Get all six. <laughs> Just do it. 
Yeah, man, it's That's, great. Listen, people, right. you gotta hit the donate button so that Scott can <laughs> own these and get into and it, and then and then talk about them on the show. And you mm-hmm. should and you should own these too. Saga, Listeners. Saga is, I think, gonna get some sort of adaptation. I, I know you guys. Say I wouldn't. It, I really hope surprised. that it's either uh, like animatedly animated or <laughs> computer animated. It's just Moabius makes it, and you were good Moabius. to go. <laughs> Let's move into news, <laughs> ladies and gents, kids. That's it, right? Anything else? Oh, no. Well, yeah. Anyone can listen. If you have a goldfish who listens, continue listening. See if he can donate. Mm-hmm. Lemurs. some news i guess right uh there's not a heck of a lot going on this week i don't know if you guys have anything uh we did get our first look at bill skarsgård as pennywise in the new it movie i did not get to see this so you guys didn't see this have a look tell me what your thoughts are uh looks good it's dark and sinister i never saw the original it the actor's name again, sorry. Uh, it's Bill Skarsgård. <clears throat> he, it, it, I believe it's just sort of a shot of his eyes. It's not much, but it looks a lot scarier than, I, well, people still have nightmares about Tim Curry, right? He's pretty scary in the original. If you're afraid of clowns, he's very scary. He's just scary anyway. He's a very scary looking guy. I don't know anything about it. Uh, it's a prequel to The Dark Tower or something. It's not a prequel. We go over this every week. All we? of Stephen King's novels are related. Okay. We know we know this. So Pennywise is a creature that sort of I guess what I want to know inca- is in, in, incarnations in various <clears throat> different Will that show earths? up in the Dark Tower movie, I guess? Like it doesn't need to, right? Uh, it's in one of the I don't want to spoil anything, but it's in one of the books. Okay. Uh you guys know that 
Dwayne The Rock Johnson is the world's highest paid actor. Is he now? What what set this bar? Uh, probably Fast and Furious last year, uh, and uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, he's just on fire, right? He's he's the man. He is. It's amazing that he is the highest paid actor. He's the um, franchise. Franchise Viagra, Viagra, as they say. Yeah. Uh, do you guys think that he deserves to be the highest paid actor in the world? No, no, not by a long shot. He's pretty charismatic, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he sells himself well. He's a businessman, absolutely. He's done. He's successful. But if you're going on, but this is an argument about wage. Like, how much should people get paid? Like, you know, if, it's all obscene, anyways. And yeah, if you get it, down right? to like. I don't know. I don't know how much actors in general deserve. Yeah, like Hollywood actors. How much do athletes deserve? Right? Do they? They get paid oh, way more than they should. Athletes and Hollywood and like movie stars don't. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> you know, a, Kobe, a, a did, fraction of did what Kobe they Bryant. But there's people who would argue that, like, you know, they are worth what they're paid because no, we decide what they're worth. And if we decided that professional athletes, like being a professional athlete, meant that you made. Uh, two hundred thousand dollars a year. Uh-huh. Uh, but the Rock, like everyone loves the Rock. I will point that out. Very few people hate yeah. him. It's like he's like all he's smell what like, the Rock is he, cooking. He's like a more handsome, jacked up Tom Hanks. We're just like you're a nice guy. You're just a nice, friendly guy. Who can also he's, kick your ass? He is unbelievably <clears throat> positive and just and charismatic. Happy. Have you yeah. seen Have you seen yeah. the Rock clock? No, God. no. But he's he's just he he's a very likable actor. I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I guess he, he's worth the amount of money that Hollywood is willing to pay him because that's the amount of money that he brings in. So well, just so, like any entertainer, the amount of people that can like, what, he, what can he do for it? He draws so many people to the seats. It's just like the, 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 so the market, tickets. the market value will determine sort of what an actor is worth or, or what an athlete is worth, yeah. or, or, you know, basically. And that, and that's what is, it, it, it might be obscene kind of, but it's not going to be. Like out of, like it, it is what it is essentially. Like Kobe Bryant's eighty million dollars or whatever, you know, The Rock's fifty million. All of this stuff is worth what it is because it, the studios can afford it, and that's what like they're they're not going into debt over this. Yeah, it's right. It's a pro- he's a profitable, but that money shouldn't. I don't know the way that the system is made. Like all those people going and sitting in all those seats and all those people buying all that merchandise and, you know, all the related things that go on. There's people in the organizations down low that make next to nothing. And there's people in those organizations that are up high that make way too much. Mm -hmm. Like, like disgustingly. Exactly. But like, it sounds horrible. But that's that's the economy. You can be easily replaced. Like where are you you going to get another Kobe Bryant? You know, where are you going to get another Dwayne The Rock Johnson? You you just, you kind of just can't, you know? Mm. Yeah, but yeah. it's very difficult. But they're going to settle for less if they're, if they're, if the entire system is set up so that, you know, they're, 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 it, I think the, the evaluation here is, is way off. Like if the, if your values are such that a basketball player makes this much money. But like the best brain surgeon in the world makes like or five hundred grand. Best, <laughs> how about the best teacher in the world, or the best like mm-hmm. artist in the world, the best musician in the world? 
there's there's so many people that don't get recognized for their value that to attribute such value here I think is just wrong. Yeah, but that's kind of the way things are. <laughs> yeah, it, oh, I'm not, absolutely. But, but like, even though that's doesn't make it right. Like, but like even even though that's just economics, red. Like I don't think that that's like it's not wrong. I don't think it's to say it's wrong is. I think it's wrong. Well, it, it it's a lot of money, but then also like you, I think I it guess indicates you, misplaced priorities. Oh, but I guess like absolutely, I, I, capitalism is wrong. Then I guess is that what we're saying? I guess like conversation that we should probably you know not delve too much into on <laughs> exactly. the podcast. But yes, capitalism is wrong. That's probably what we're talking about here. The rich just don't deserve to be rich. Is no, kind of I don't what we're think capitalism about. is wrong. But I think the way that it is set up, it's that only a small percentage of people can. Like I would be say successful that, from it where it shouldn't be that way. I think The Rock pe- deserves to be rich. Let me tell you way more than like Bernie Madoff or some or someone who just sure. sits on Wall Street moving yeah, numbers yeah, yeah, around. Yeah. Why do you respect them? Why do people want to be like them? The, the it, like Rock Clock. So the Rock Clock What is this? Is like a motivational alarm clock. alarm clock and he'll get you up with such morning slow jams as Silverback. Or well, you can actually choose the one where he just tells you to get up too. Yeah, there's that's I want. I'm trying to remember. Oh, good morning, sunshine. <laughs> yeah, that's what the rock just said. <laughs> well, that feels nice. Open your eyes up. Get your candy ass out of bed. <laughs> It's a pretty great alarm clock. That's not too bad, actually. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind ones. that. There's a couple other ones, um, <clears throat> but uh, he literally gets up super early every day and like works out like a maniac. Uh, oh yeah, and you, I mean you see what he does on his cheat days and all so these legendary you can, things. One of the things in the rock clock is you can set your alarm to rock time, which is to go. <laughs> no off. one should ever do that. Well, this is when he gets up. He he his alarm clock dictates when rock time is. So if you set it to rock time. You get up when he gets up, which is like, if unless he's filming or something, a standard day is a 4 a.m. wake up for a two-hour workout. Oh, my God. So, it's pretty intense. But there's little, he makes little videos every day and posts little messages every day to say, like, you can do it. Get up and get at him. You know, like, let's go. So, is there in-app purchases? No, it's free. It's all just like, there there, you go. Are there in-app purchases, though? No. Okay, good. That's really sweet of him. Oh, the rock. <laughs> I just hope that it's not, you know, sort of a microtransaction thing. So no, wait, it's... how did we get here again? Oh, right. You were saying that he's the highest paid actor in Hollywood. Yeah, but it's he's okay. Doing, he's, he's got, got part a of Project sweet, Rock. He's got a sweet little app, so it makes it okay. Mm-hmm. Project Rock bag was the first thing, which is a bunch of bags. bags. And then uh, we're on to I mean, rock if, if the rock There's were gonna here. There's going to be two more. If Dwayne, uh, if Dwayne the Rock Johnson were here, he'd probably tell you how many millions of dollars he's donated to charity over the years. Right now, he's awesome. He's the man. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think, like you know, I mean, we're talking about icons that people look up to and respect, and the the magic of cinema and the magic of of sports and the you know the spectacle of it all. Like I, I, 
We shouldn't so, go. We shouldn't stay on this topic. But yeah, you know, but you know do, don't do you the think these things the are make, Do the writers of the movies make as much as the stars of the movies? <laughs> I, I I know I know, <laughs> and I want to be a writer. Idiot. <laughs> um, so Mortal Kombat three is apparently still a thing, and Christopher Lambert still wants to make it. Three? What happened? No. When, when did one and two happen? Yeah. Yeah. Christopher Lambert was. Uh, spoken to recently, and uh, no. <clears throat> he said that they still apparently are. Ta- he's still talking to Warner Brothers about doing. Yeah, the third Warner movie. Brothers is just like, yeah, oh, hey, it's Christopher Lambert again. Let just let him talk for a few minutes. It's, it's harmless. So, yeah, it's so dumb. He he says that uh, it's basically sort of a time travel thing where they're going to be like jumping across the globe in different time periods as they're fighting and stuff. It sounds ridiculous. Uh, it got me thinking, though, kids. I think a gritty hardcore cinematic reboot of Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat is R-rated. just what the doctor ordered right now. Yeah. Like, get the guys who did Dread. Let's get this thing going, maybe. Yeah, I, wa- I, I don't know. I no, watched... Get the guys... Get Paul Feig. <laughs> yes. No. I watched uh, Mortal Kombat not long ago, and it is something. It's, it's rough, right? It's not bad. I mean, maybe I like take all of this back. Maybe I do. It's not great. It's it's. Are we talking about the like the the only Mortal Kombat <laughs> movies that I can think of? Well, there are two, right? There's Mortal two of them. Kombat. Yeah, that's, what, that's it. Like those Scorpion. And like Johnny Cage does the splits and punches Goro in the nuts. Yeah, and then falls off a cliff. What I remember very clearly is seeing the poster for Mortal Kombat Two. Kano. And the little blur tile. And the little blurb on it says destroy Scorpion. all expectations on the poster <laughs> like okay destroy all expectations that's a weird thing to put on a poster and it's the shittiest movie i've ever seen mm-hmm. so i'm like oh they were telling me just to not watch this thank you guys i mean it did have an orbital song at the very end had halcyon the very end of the movie which made it kind of cool are you talking about one and it's and it's directed by paul uh, w.s anderson right <laughs> <laughs> you guys you guys like the shitty Paul Anderson? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so Javier Bardem. He, is he part of Mortal Kombat 3? No, no. Oh. This is the next story. He's uh, he's actually... Um, he's, he's going Raiden. to be... He's going, no, he's going to be Frankenstein. Yeah, I, I saw that. He... They'll just put well, some neck be, bolts on him and paint him green. So Franken- this is part of the Universal Monsterverse. So the Universal Monsterverse. What are you doing, Universal? Isn't this the dumbest thing so ever? So Johnny Depp is the Invisible Man. Yeah, Russell Crowe is Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yeah. Uh, Tom Cruise is in a mummy film that they're shooting right now. This yeah. isn't just like a thing that they're... Sophia Batella from King uh, Kingsman mm-hmm. is the mummy. She was Razor Legs Lady. And then uh, you have, I believe, the Wolfman is uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, just, just, just so we can continue oh, talking about him. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? What's wrong? What's up? Well, I was totally like dismissing this, just like nah. now you're and in. Then you said Dwayne the Rock Johnson is franchise Niagara. and I was like, mm. this well, thing have, sounds uh, so stupid. Right? Javier Bardem, he's playing like, Frankenstein's monster. Yeah, yeah, right. Not playing Victor he, Frankenstein. Yes. Do you think people? How many people listening? Do you think are going what? And we when we say that the Frankenstein of... is the doctor, not the monster. And no one knows that, right? What it's like, basically. <laughs> I'd say a lot of our listeners are probably savvy to that fact. Do you All think, of them, because our listeners are super smart. Yeah. Do you, you think our awesome. listeners know uh, that the Universal uh, Monster Universe is actually already uh, in play? Like, it's already... Dracula Untold launched the whole thing. Yeah, we're, we've already had a... Yeah, remember how much everybody's talking about vampires? Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Luke, Luke Evans was the shit. Fuck. Like, shit. 
No one, was, no one was into that one. I guess. I think that was a solid last witch hunter score. Twilight killed vampires. Yeah, it did. Um, those weren't vampires in Twilight, though. I know, but <laughs> they killed those sparkly fuckers. Killed <laughs> vampires. Sparkly moving, sparkly moving statues, basically. Sparkly leeches, They're like golems. They were leeches that um, sparkled. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> well, there's there's a weird news about Battlefield uh, TV show. What? Yeah, that's what I said. Battlefield television program? Yeah, so Paramount wants to make a Battlefield TV show. Hmm. Like they want to watch professional battle or broadcast <laughs> professional yeah, that would battle. Be good. I, would wa- I would actually watch that Battlefield 1. Looks sweet. World, yeah. War, World War 1? Blimps and shit? So the, uh, Saving Private Ryan? No. Band of Brothers? Like what are we getting here? So, Because uh, it's just war stuff. Yeah, the... Uh, this is going to be some jingo. <laughs> yeah, rah, this is garbage. Rah. Anonymous content, the producers... Uh, they said Battlefield has a tremendous built-in engaged fan base, making it a highly coveted piece of IP primed for long-form adaptation. No! That's intellectual no. property. No! They're totally wrong! To what get, the hell? To get together with EA and Paramount TV, we'll develop the Battlefield TV series with the same commitment to robust storytelling that has made the game such a runaway success for nearly 15 years. Okay, it's actually like a multiplayer game, like most people... No one fucking cares about play, the... O- play the online? Robust storytelling? Have they played Battlefield? No. I've never played the storyline. No. They're not in great. a battlefield no, game. No, no, no. Some no. are okay, but like, like they're just snap on things. Mode. They're to compete with, I guess, the Call of Duty bombastic single player it's, mode that everyone campaign loves. Campaign mode exists in those games to learn the, the controls. Also, for people who don't have internet connections, and who are just like, like, here's something you can play if you don't have internet and you're an idiot or something. Yeah, yeah. And to like build up your like ammo and mm-hmm. or weapons and like unlocks and stuff. Um, <clears throat> Paramount TV actively seeks smart content from all sectors that will resonate with audiences and translate to compelling programming. They failed. E- EA's Battlefield has an incredibly dynamic narrative coupled with a loyal fan base which will allow us to bring this exciting and unique property to the small screen. Going to bomb so hard. Um, yeah, nobody's going to watch this. But shit. I got to ask you guys, are you surprised there's not been a Call of Duty TV series? I really am. Why Why haven't we had a movie or a TV show of Call of Duty? Because these are games based off of existing franchises and movies, They right? feel like so, a Michael Bay yeah. movie in, in game, game form. In, yeah. The only thing that makes these work is the fact that you're playing in it. So transitioning it back to a yeah. film media. I feel like the very best versions of these games, like the ones that we all love, they're based on... Movies, scenes, you know, like individual sequences from movies. Yeah, yeah, like and different periods as well. Like you can identify games from the Vietnamese War, and you're like, oh, that's from like Forrest Gump, or that's from (laughs) yeah, yeah, now Private Ryan. Yeah, it. This is such a terrible, terrible decision. I guess it is. I'm sorry, guys. Um, Did you make it, son of a bitch? Well, hopefully it'll make some money. (laughs) Um, It's not gonna. So there's this weird thing about Netflix passwords going on. Do you guys know about this? What? Um, like you're not allowed to, like you're technically in the U.S. not allowed to share your Netflix password with anybody. Yeah, that's the whole way, the whole reason that we, we can use the system that we are currently using it is because you're not allowed to share this streamed content. Mm-hmm. So like apparently it's like the same thing as like sharing your bank password which you're not allowed to do or something. Well, mm-hmm. you shouldn't. What's the same as like downloading it's like it's pirating basically it's downloading and sharing is the same as sharing a streaming password mm-hmm. 
When I like, I gotta be honest. Whenever I hear somebody saying like they don't pay for Netflix and they just have a password share with somebody, like I'm, I think to myself like, oh, you can't, you can't just can't pay seven dollars. You can't just pay eight ninety nine. You can't. You can't do. You can't do the like. It's not like even I, I get it. Like if if you have somebody who's, do you know what I mean? Like if if they have one but that screen, person drinks coffee that says that, and that person like has other. You can't give up the two coffees a month <laughs> yeah. for a Netflix. Yeah, I know, right? It's, it's just it's, it just sounds funny to me. Like if it, I understand if it's like an HBO login and it's like sixty bucks a month or something, or I don't yeah, know if HBO it's that much. is expensive. Yeah, I think. but like it, it, Netflix is so cheap. I don't know. Yeah, that's why it's so successful. Force Awakens is on Canadian Netflix it now. It certainly yeah. is. That's yeah. fantastic. Watch it, everyone. So good. Let's go watch it right now. I wish I was watching. Pause, it everybody. We're gonna pause and we're gonna go watch. Force I'm, gonna, I'm gonna commit. Be some, right back. I, some blasphemy coming in here. Do you guys st- tell me if you stay with me on this? The first hour much better than the last hour. The Force Awakens. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But I still I, I like the whole it. thing. Like the magic of the first 45 minutes is just sparkling, and by the end, I'm like, okay. Let's, this is great. This is great, but I'm not in Magic Town right now. I find after the like right at the battle of Maz Kanata's place, it sort of drags a little for me, mm-hmm. and then then I like it. Then it gets like great at the end. But there's mm-hmm. a bit of a. Mm-hmm. I need down. I need to see it many 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 more times. Uh, I've seen it like five or six or seven or eight maybe. Okay, guys, ten. Uh, we we got really cool news right now. I'm excited. So you guys like Alex Proyas? I really, really considered getting Gods of Egypt. (laughs) Um, I was looking back at our scores, like, over time, and I looked at Gods of Egypt. I really... It's amazing. I saw the DVD at Best Buy. Do we need to revisit that one? Besides, um, oh, what did we just do? Uh, What was just... um, Independence Independence Day. Day? So, like, before Independence Day, that was... (laughs) I actually think Some of the lowest scores ever yeah. ever given out. Looking back at it, it might be rose colored glasses. I think I enjoyed Gods of Egypt more than Independence Day. It's way better. It's got so many crazy it's the things. Same, I think it's me. got so many crazy things in it. So speaking of crazy things, we didn't even get to what Alex Proya said. I just yeah. brought, uh, listen. I just brought up his name and look, look what it did to you guys. <laughs> you guys are uh, rabid dogs. It's great. Uh, so he said, "I made this movie called Knowing." which was intended as a kind of sort of prequel to Dark City. What? And it did very well commercially, dot, dot, dot. So did you, did you guys just hear what that? Are you kidding me? That's amazing. My Those mind, guys are the... My mind has been blown. We, we talked about this months and months ago, and we, Mike and I came to a bit when of an epiphany about, about aliens, and, and we... It, it, I don't know if that's a spoiler of his no. own movie or something, but... What? <laughs> when did he say that? Is that a new quote? He just said that. He just recently revealed that. That's like when I said the Denny Villeneuve quote in... Uh... <laughs> he just tells you the movie? Yeah. <laughs> but like, isn't that amazing? Yeah. I We need to watch Knowing and Dark City immediately. I just watched Knowing not long ago. I know you did. I want to watch Dark City again. Oh, yeah, I've got the, the special edition Blu-ray at home. I'm going to pop that in when oh, I get back. Man. That's Mr. so... Mr. Mr. Hand. Oh man, I like that guy. If you guys haven't seen, if you guys listening haven't seen, knowing we've talked about this in the past, it's great, and it's sort of like it's well, it's got Nicolas Cage, so you got to deal with that. But 
It's I don't know. It's a fun. It's got some interesting ideas. That's why I like it. Yeah, that, that like plane crash sequence where he's like on the highway as a plane crashes next to him. Oh man! But Dark City for sure is like a bona fide. It was top ten of the year. It came out by Roger Ebert. Yeah, so Dark that, City is fantastic. Roger Ebert also one of his favorite movies Knowing. of two thousand and nine. No, yeah, 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 number one movie of the year. <laughs> oh, he said. I wonder. It's too bad he's no longer around. I wonder what he would have thought got of Gods of Egypt. Oh, that's <laughs> a great. <laughs> I, we, There's no way Roger Ebert <laughs> would have liked God's. I think he, no, he, there isn't. He would have known there would have been an expectation to love it, right? I don't think so. He didn't give a fuck. But, no, like, but you have to make it like three in a row at that point. Yeah, it's, I know. He, I guess he skipped Although, over. <laughs> wait a minute. <clears throat> do we do a double review of Wait's. Knowing in Dark City? Can we, guys? Do we? Does Alex Proyas? Is he playing a long game where it's all an interconnected universe already? Where it's like this super crazy universe, and it's all like with all these stellar like disc worlds. Because think stuff. about yeah, the disc. That's that's what Gods of Egypt is, right? Well, no, it's this crazy thing floating through yeah, space. Yeah. That's what we talked about on, in the review. Oh. So what is mm-hmm. in Dark City? Mm-hmm. Is that like? Is it the other side? That's an experiment by who? You don't. No. Well, yeah. Is it an experiment or is it just a ship? They don't really explain. Is the gods of Egypt an experiment? We don't know. Oh, man. It could be. (laughs) What is Alex Proyas doing to my brain? (laughs) He's a good dude. He's in there. He's a really good dude. He just made me like gods of Egypt way more because it could possibly be. If these three... (laughs) <laughs> he can't handle it, ladies and gentlemen. Keep going. You keep can't going. quite see this. Hold on, I need to no, take no, no, no. a picture so that we can stay, see. Stay with this. How no, broken this is fantastic. If these three movies are connected, so knowing Gods of Egypt and Dark City all take place in the same universe. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. So, Earth. Oh man. <laughs> I lo- so knowing talks. They all have their own themes, right? And they all have their own. Um, plots and whatever but they all tie together it's sort of like how stephen king's stuff all ties to the the dark tower that's what proyas might be somehow hiding in there that's what he's building if he somehow sneaks in something like uh i don't know all right all right some film where we have like jamie lannister and (laughs) so oblivion we have all of them come together oh man this is key Guys, let's move into like should we do do we have to do this though? Like do we really have to review Ghostbusters right now? I don't do. know. Um so you said you watched the uh, before we get into oh, wait. the reviews oh, oh. of all there's, of these. There's one more piece of news. Oh. Uh sorry, S- stay right there. Yep. Uh James Franco is shortlisted to be the lead in Predator Shane Black's reboot. That is going as the, as the Predator Predator reboot. Shane James Franco. Could you imagine James Franco running around just with the Predator gear? Can you imagine him running around Vancouver because that's where they're shooting it this month? Hmm. Okay. Sweet. Like in Vancouver. Well, we'll get some pictures. I'm hoping that we have a Pacific Northwest set Predator movie. That seems like it would look good in Stanley Park. A great swap for jungle. You just have like the Northwest jungle. That's what they did in. Uh, Rambo? the All the apes movies, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just have a Rambo movie like an apes movie. Yeah. Sweet. Okay, what do you got? 
Ghostbusters. So you said you watched the old ones? I watched one and two. On Friday, I watched Ghostbusters one, two, and then one. Okay. All of them in the same day. I watched all three existing Ghostbusters films in the same day. Just just in a quick summary, like in a couple of words even. Exhausting. What do you think about... What are your feelings regarding the originals? Uh, I didn't grow up with them very closely. They were always good. Uh, they don't age too well. And, okay. Uh, I was terrified of the first one because of those yeah. stupid dogs. They're fun. No, they're they're fun. We can get into all of this. Okay, because I was going to say, this movie should be looked forward to as much as any Ghostbusters movie. Yeah, you need. We need yeah, to. We need to I hash agree. this out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's do our review right now. Ghostbusters, doing it. I like to call a ghost chipper. You truly scare me. I just want to let you know that. I'm gonna just... (gasps) Uh It's like Mardi Gras in there. It's a proton glove. It's gonna maximize flexibility during hand to specter combat. Just give it a punch, it's motion activated. So that was a clip from Ghostbusters. Paranormal researcher Abby Yates and physicist Aaron Gilbert are trying to prove that ghosts exist in modern society. When strange apparitions appear in Manhattan, Gilbert and Yates turn to engineer Jillian Holtzman for help. Also joining the team is Patty Tolan, a lifelong New Yorker who knows the city inside and out. Armed with proton packs and plenty of attitude, the four women prepare for an epic battle it's more than 1,000 mischievous ghouls descend on Times Square. Okay. It's pretty thorough. Yep. Ghostbusters is directed by Paul Feig, and it stars uh, Melissa McCarthy, Kristen Wiig, Kate McKinnon, Leslie Jones, Chris Hemsworth, uh, Michael K. Williams from The Wire. Mm-hmm. Scar, Omar. Scar, yeah. Uh, and then Neil Casey, who played the villain. Like I don't even know who this guy is. Uh, worst villain maybe I've ever seen in a tentpole movie. Oh, wasn't his fault, though. We'll talk about him. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Ghostbusters 2016. It's finally here. It feels like this franchise was dragged kicking and screaming back onto the big screen. Do you I, guys agree with that? I, or? I don't feel that I way. I don't know about that. I feel like it was... As Didn't it, it got, take forever to like, get this thing finally here? Like it's, it's, I, I sort of feel like it took... it As it was getting made and as we were waiting for it, there was this sort of like building just 
uh, I don't know, cacophony. I don't know. A, I, I mean, way before like, this, even though, like, but when, just people like shouting about how no, 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 no. I mean, before the controversy of women, even like quote unquote controversy. I'm talking about go like recycled news stories about Ghostbusters three. Is it finally in the works? Like, oh yeah, Dan Aykroyd has been trying to get this years, made since years, Ghostbusters two. So this the, is this is it. Part of the internet for the last 20 years has been fueled maybe 0.0.01% on Ghostbusters 3 rumors. Okay. And that's, I think, why people got upset for no reason at all. Is they, thought that, they thought that Ghostbusters 3 was coming from Dan Aykroyd, and then we got this reboot, reboot this mm. shiny studio reboot, tentpole, edges sanded off, as Red likes to say. Although maybe are there were there any edges to begin with? <laughs> yeah, I, well they smoke a bunch of ciggies in the first movie, don't they? They're well, smoking. What, what they're smoking. That was the, they was product in the, 80s. Of the time. Yeah, you have to. And I think that if we look at this movie, if we if we're going to compare the two movies, any comparisons that we make between this movie and and the older original movies, let's call them the originals, the the OG, the OG GBs, OG GBs. That's original Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. The, actually, the real Ghostbusters. So, because you know about the old r- ridiculous cartoon ripoff, we can get into that. Well, the ridiculousness. The, 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 the Ghostbusters cartoon was the real Ghostbusters, right? And I think this movie was very much in the spirit <laughs> of. But there's another Ghostbusters TV cartoon. Oh yeah, the just old a different thing. But but it came out after the first movie. It's oh, just, did it? Y- yeah, but oh. it's based on a comic from before. Very weird thing. Mm-hmm. But sorry. Uh, <laughs> unrelated, <laughs> kind of sort related. of related, but yeah. Can you explain that further? It's it's uh, probably interesting. Can, can you can you look on your phone? Ghostbusters uh, '80s cartoon, and it it's not the real Ghostbusters. It's this ridiculous old timey car with a bunch of dumb characters in it with this scream like oh, ghost. Yeah. Like it looks like the ghost from the movie Scream on the logo of the front of the front of the car. Are you seeing any of that? Filmation's Fil- Ghostbusters. There it is, yeah. So Filmation made this weird Ghostbusters thing, and that's why they had to call the Ghostbusters TV series that we know and love, that's why it was called The Real, real. The real Ghostbusters. This one is Let's Go Go Ghostbusters. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, this is rough stuff. This is like when it was like the Wild West of licensing, eh? Um. Oh, yeah, yeah. In the 80s, there's just toys, and yeah, it was crazy, right? Uh. And and that's probably what we can talk about here the the product of the age that Ghostbusters was originally created in. Let me ask you, if I may, uh, what what is the difference about like what is the difference between film audiences of 1984 and film audiences of 2016? What is what does a summer going film goer expect in in 84 and then in 2016? I think audiences were passive then. And now there's feedback, immediate feedback. And so audiences are used to being like they demand things in films where in the 80s you'd go see a movie and just enjoy going to a movie. And I think the problem, there's a big problem too with remakes because everyone is hating on the remakes. But these days moviegoers have a bigger sense of entitlement as well because we're remaking things that they grew up with. Yeah. Inherently, people were going to be mad, even if this was Ghostbusters 3. The fact that it's being made in 2016. You're messing with something that I already like the way it is. 
Yeah. Don't don't change my stuff. But isn't that what Netflix loves to do right now? And isn't that what we're like kickstarting things and like, paying uh, Netflix Fuller House? Like these this is isn't this what we want? No, well I think in some instances people think that's what they want. People are dumb idiots well, and don't know yeah. what they want. It's people like, should just come up with new stuff. It's you like give them what Fuller they want House. and they, they say and then that wasn't right. Fuller House is an example. I didn't watch it, but I heard from a few people that did and who were fans of Full House. It's almost exactly like the original, which is to say it's not a good TV show, except now that it's new, people are like, well, that wasn't very good. <laughs> well, you're like, but they're looking back at all these old TV yeah, shows. When that, you're not wearing the rose-colored glasses of mm-hmm, nostalgia, mm-hmm. This and you, and, stuff doesn't really hold up. And you might even argue that it might hurt the original property uh at least, to re-examine it. Well, at least your now it's almost like you, the 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 rose-colored glasses have been completely removed and and wiped clean, and they're just clear now. Like it's yeah. just. Well, I think people are. It's weird though. These rose-colored glasses. People look at the wrong stuff, right? And we talked recently, I think, about so when Monty Python, when they put all their library on YouTube, of course, their <clears throat> DVD sales went up. Like it was like. Tens of thousands of percent. Like 8,000% or something. <laughs> right? Yeah. So that's, but that's because they're amazing. Like people rediscovered how great they were. Well, the same thing with the Bob Ross Twitch situation. Did you know about this? All, all the Bob Ross. Uh, so, well, it's on Netflix. People, things yeah, things they, that are actually Somebody great. decided to just stream those on Twitch because they're, they were public access. Yeah. PBS. So you're not going to get sued. So then, like this new generation of kids now, like want to paint and stuff because they saw on Twitch where they normally watch f- shitty ass Dota tournaments. It's, yeah, it's awesome. But some things, like Bob Ross, is worth watching. He'll get you into art. But why do people want to watch Full House again? You know, there's occasionally episodes that dealt with moral issues that are worth discussing. But like, how many seasons? How many episodes? Like, maybe there's. A half a dozen that that were okay that you that like you should watch if if you're gonna say like oh I watched Full House no why do we need to reboot a series we don't it's 2016 make something new and awesome well and that's what goes with people think they know what they want right they're like no no we should re- get more of this it was great and that's what why was it? that's why I always felt that the new Ghostbusters just felt so so like so much like pandering to me and especially towards women. Where you just you say, okay, well, let's just lazy, like lazily take an old yeah. franchise and just throw four women in it and just say, that's good enough, right? Like, but you know what? To, I was thinking about that during the film, and it kind of, it is pandering to women, but at the same time, it's kind of appalling that even, that that's all that we've got up till this point. Mm-hmm. Like, what other huge, big budget, like action comedies, like summer blockbusters... Starring with an all-female cast. No, it's, it's, it's great. And there's some good reversals. They treat Chris Hemsworth exactly like a woman would oh, be treated yeah. in, in the 80s in, in the original Ghostbusters. Even in right? a movie today. It, it, yeah. But, yeah. I was, but, I was worried they would focus too much on this all-female cast. Um, but, I mean, it's great that there is that. That's the problem, right? But that's like, all we've got so far. Like it, and that's what we have to be happy with for now. But they did a great job in the film of that. They didn't draw attention to it. They just happened to be yeah, a, yeah, a bunch of women, is. right? It's like fine. It's, it's, it's great. Fine. But I guess people see through it on the internet, and they say to themselves, 
this is obvious pandering and they look at projects like the all female the, 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 you look at the like the all female oceans 11 remake that they're doing well, is the it, all female uh, expendables movie that they're doing like what is this is it pandering though so, it's so pandering maybe because that's a bad word if you remake something and you, you the gen, a gender swap is the selling point that's pandering in my eyes but the original simple but the, like, the originals were made what just for the men then like Okay, so maybe it is pandering. No, but if you want to do something with an all-female cast, write something new with an all-female cast. Why do you have to do Ghostbusters? Fair enough. Right? Like, that's why it seems lazy and almost offensive. It's just, oh, no one will know the difference and women won't care. And it's so, like, some of the stuff in it, like, I think it's, it, it was actually done very well. I agree with you. And they didn't. You know, there was a couple of lines where they addressed people who were gonna who were critical of the the idea. You know, yeah, yeah. They bitches, go they go on bitches, YouTube. Bitches uncle, ain't, they, they look, be hunting no ghosts or something. Yeah, they look at YouTube comments, which is quite good. Ain't no bitches gonna hunt no ghosts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think the primary conversation that should have been had and was uh, the problem is that the the female cast just got brought into it. Was do we need a, a remake of Ghostbusters? It just people latched onto the fact. Yeah, that I think we there there was room after having just watched one and two. I think if we're in an era where things are getting rebooted, I think that number one, the number one and number two are both sloppy, not that great movies that people are looking at with these rose-colored glasses on. And if you disagree with me, I want you to one, rewatch the movie, and then two, tweet me at Vertical Viewing mm-hmm. or at Vertical View or email us uh, verticalviewing at gmail dot com because those movies actually aren't very good. They they don't, as you said earlier, Scott. They don't hold up that well. Well, it's interesting you're saying that because I watched the film yesterday, the new one, and last night I was lying in bed. I'm like, oh, hey, Ghostbusters, the original. So I started watching it, and I got about 20, 30 minutes in, and I just was like, eh. Like, I liked that movie, but comparing it freshly out of watching the new one, instead of watching them in order, yeah, watching way three, less gags, and then right? back. Yeah. Way, way less. less gags, mm-hmm. way more serious. The only two people that sort of... Like, Bill Murray isn't taking the whole thing seriously. It's not just that his character doesn't take it seriously. It feels like Bill Murray just he, he's, is he's not m- taking the whole he, project. Actually, he's, he's mocking the movie he's he's you in. You know what? You just oh, you just nailed something for me with that. And, uh, my, and Dan Aykroyd is trying so fucking hard. Which is great. To because, sell Ray, because that's who Ray is. It's amazing. Well, I, he, he's based on his cousin, who is an actual paranormal investigator. Yeah, like, well, this because, class five full of roaming vapors. All that stuff is based on his insane cousin, who's like... Really? Well, Dan really Aykroyd legit. is also crazy, too. He's nuts. Crystal skull yeah, shit. Read yeah. about his vodka and why it's special. <laughs> so I wasn't sure how I felt about Kate McKinnon's performance in this, because, oh. because I thought... Mm. I love her. Well, see, I thought she didn't fit with the movie, but now that you're talking about uh, Bill Murray, Bill Murray's performance, not taking it seriously, that's what she's doing. Yeah, so, she's a fusion, so she's, fusion of Egon and Venkman. Well, and she, like, to me, the, I was having a discussion with my girlfriend out of it. I didn't think she fit because it didn't seem like she was taking it seriously. Like, she didn't seem, everyone else, even though they were crazy, she seemed more like a caricature than... A person like even Chris Hemsworth, who's an idiot, still sort of seems like a person to me. Whereas she was just so out there. She to me was like, uh, she was uh, Peter Venkman's character from the first movie, and Egon's like weirdness from the real Ghostbusters cartoon put into one. Like even the the weird haircut. Like I think mm-hmm. if we looked up Egon from the cartoon, 
will be surprised to see that well, Kate McKinnon looks the, just the, like him. And then when you were talking about Bill Murray, I was sort of thinking, well, maybe that's what she was going for. She was trying to not take the project seriously on purpose yeah. to yeah. echo the, the feel of the original. Which When uh, she licked her guns, I laughed really, really hard. She did let's, not look like she enjoyed that. <laughs> let's, let, let, let's back away. I want to go around the room here uh, and get... Yeah, we haven't. I, I, we haven't even really got the temperature of the room yet. Um, but I, I, I wanted. I just wanted to mention quickly. We've recently got these things. I guess you could call them like reboot quills. Yeah. Okay. Re- reboot quills. Reboot sequels, right? Like Terminator Genesis and uh, Jurassic World and Independence Day Resurgence. They, they're these sequel reboots that sort of cross over between the original. Right, so you you make a, you make awesome. a sequel to the a sequel to the original. Oh, Egon Spangler, man! Yeah, I'm, that hair. Spangler's hair. No, that I, hair. Love, I love it. That's what they did, right? Um, you you make a sequel to the original, and you bridge over to a new reboot, right? That's that's what I think people expected out of this new movie, and that's not what we got. We got a full reboot. Yeah, and with nods to the original. But the nods plenty to the, of the, nods. But the nods to the original are are not within the movie universe. Like within the context of the movie, they're no, not just like there's so many cameos. They're just cameos. they're 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 sort of tongue in cheek nods. Like we don't the fire hall. But Peter Venkman and Egon Spangler are not. They do not exist in. There's a brass bust of Harold Ramis. of Harold Ramis, which I thought was a nice little touch. Was it Harold Ramis? I I no. thought that it was it's Harold Ramis. Egon Spangler. Well, it, it, it's Harold Ramos who played Egon. Uh, yeah. yeah, so it's supposed, it's Spangler, though. Like, I, in my mind, I was like, that's because he was a, a scientist of the paranormal and in that department okay. or whatever. Okay. Was... I just, I think people wanted a, a ghost, I think you probably would agree, a, a Ghostbusters 3 would have been a better idea than a full-on reboot. And, and you could have done the similar thing. I just, it would have been nice to see the reins get handed off, but I don't know if that's what Bill Murray or... I just think I know that, that Dan Aykroyd would have won, would have done that. This, uh, yeah. yeah, you're right. I think it would have been a stronger film if the Ghostbusters did exist. Like that's I, I, I wish exactly. And I, this I is wish the, they're the new generation. Why can't we do that? And then maybe we had some sort of mind control. Maybe the ghosts erased everyone's fucking memory back in. Well, I, so I guess I, we, 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 I have we, one we, answer we, to that. We I have, have one answer to that. We have is, Men in Black already, so we don't need Ghostbusters reboot, right? No, but so in what? response, isn't we, that kind of what we got? Like that's the new Men. The like Men in Black was kind of filled the void that Ghostbusters left. No, I don't know. I like them both. Having them both was fun, but huh. but the 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 answer. Is evaporating as we speak. Uh, back me up here. Well, we're talking about rebooting and sequels. Right. Okay. So there was inconsistencies in the originals that we had to deal with in the reboots. And Meredith pointed these out when I watched this with her. And I was thinking the exact same thing. So it's got, it's pretty glaring, you know, um, which is that the ghosts aren't all just ghosts in and the that, originals. <clears throat> yeah. They're like weird some are like things. beasts and, and big like, fluffy creatures or yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. or like stuff comes back to life or like other stuff becomes alive or ghosts are anim- like it's just weird there's all kinds of stuff there's no consistency to ghosts where if you want to talk about ghostbusters and they use technology which in this one they had actual people at MIT vetting their tech to make it sound legit 
at least somewhat approaching reality. I wouldn't have known. Right? <laughs> yeah, like, that doesn't, like, who gives a shit? That doesn't come through. But regardless, if you're supposed to be using science, how would your science all work the same if all these ghosts are having different... They would have been better, instead of MIT people bringing in, you should have gone to, like, A&E and gone to, like, Paranormal State. You know, oh, paranormal no. Have you watched those shows? I have. They're terrible. You bring those morons in and whatever gear they use, and then you get a lot more pseudoscience BS. I have some comments I'd like to get I love that later. they make fun of those shows in the movie. Yeah. Let's, let's finally go around the room. <laughs> what, did, <laughs> what did you think, 18 minutes in, what did you think of Ghostbusters 2K16... I would say I liked it exactly as much as I liked the originals. Hmm. I don't no. know what I don't know what to make of that. Yeah, oh, you know, it was okay. It's I I I like it. I don't love it. It's good. It's not great. Uh, it's a it's an okay movie. <laughs> Yeah, I I liked it. I thought it was kind of a fun summer blockbuster. Yeah, in, in, I, in that <clears throat> it's one of the first actually palatable blockbusters we've got this year, other than say Civil War. Hmm. Everything else has sort of fallen on its face, so it's kind of a nice change of pace for me. Anyway, I don't have an opinion on the first ones because I watched Ghostbusters one when I was too young, and those dogs scared the shit out of me. So I I only watched it really when I was much older. And I so don't I don't Z- have Zool. You weren't into Zool. Zool's in this, or no, Zool's in the first one. No, sorry. yeah. So I don't have the same sort of nostalgic attachment to it. I don't believe. So I, I thought it was a fun movie, but I ne- never really gave it a second thought after I watched it a, like way back when. So it's not informing my decision on how to rate this one by mm-hmm. any means. There, there is no Dana, only Zool. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm gonna. Are you the nightmares. gatekeeper? I'm the key master. Uh, and then also you got... <laughs> I'm the key master. The, I'm the, the gatekeeper. The crazy painting, Vigo the Carpathian, and the second one is oh, super yeah. scary, and too. And the pink slime everywhere. Um, okay. I did not enjoy this movie uh, at all. Really? No. I didn't. This movie's brutal. Wow. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Saying this is one of the better... How, how do you compare it to... Like, saying this is one of the better blockbusters of the summer, I guess that's just... Like, it, it's been sad. I guess J- July and August seem good. We got some really good meaty stuff coming up, but... So what do you think of the originals, then? The original Ghostbusters. The real Ghostbusters. The first and <clears throat> second movie. And you can mention the cartoon okay. as well, if okay, you're so familiar let, with Okay, let's, so let's go there. Uh, I love the first movie, uh, at least in the f- like the intro, where you have Peter Venkman... Uh, hitting on that girl right doing in the, the experiment doing the experiment on her really great scene great intro to peter vankman one of one of the more like quirky and bizarre and strange protagonists that you know in in a mainstream movie like he's he's actually seems mentally like like he, he is insane like and, and i think and that's i think from him as an actor not I, giving a shit i know and i think bill murray i think when people so everyone loves bill murray right yeah i think everyone loves peter vankman i'm i think i'm on to something here i mean peter, not peter to Van- take peter vankman's an asshole though. but i think that's what peter like peter vankman's the character that i think most people might at least in the back of their head think of when they For think bill of bill murray, murray first mm-hmm. i don't know am i wrong i don't know well, there's a lot. I there's don't know a, there's a lot of it. There's there is, but I think like all the uh, Anderson movies. He feels like the quintessential Bill Murray character, you know. Um, 
But he I, is, yeah. I, it, it, just his intro where he's completely full of shit. He's clearly a skeptic, and he's just using these weird bullshit, uh, you know, pseudoscience things to get ladies. He has to put when he's trying to impress, uh, Sigourney Weaver, and he's investigating perhaps a real situation of paranormal activity. He has to like feign that he's a professional even though he's been faking it all this time. I just, like, he's sort of trying, like, it, 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 I like watching him put on the facade of an investigator and how it, it's bullshit anyway, and he can just easily fake it. Um, The containment system's badass. It's pretty sweet. In their basement. Again, this is basic shit. The movies are basic as fuck. Yeah. It's literally There's not a lot to them. We caught a bunch of ghosts, put them in a containment system. The environmental protection guy accidentally let them out. The end. Oh, the best. That's my favorite line, actually, when they go see the mayor and he's like, uh, you know, everything was fine, your honor, until Dickless here showed up and yeah. cut the power. And the, and the mayor's like, is this true? It's true. And he's like, it he is has true, no your dick. honor. This man has no <laughs> dick. It's really, it is good. Uh, I wish we got more Dan Aykroyd lines like, uh, we could be on the verge of a fourfold cross rip, a PKE surge of incredible, even dangerous proportions. I We got a few lines like that. From uh, back and forth Ma- between Wig and McCarthy. Yeah. And Holtzman? Yeah, yeah Holtzman there, some, there was, were some good lines like that. Yeah. Okay. Ghostbusters 2, I noticed in the beginning of that, there's that intro, that sequence where they're out on a talk show with... Bill Murray's got some weird psychic talk. Oh yeah, psychic talk show. because they're tra- they're like bankrupt and they also yeah. try and make talking money. about the end of the world. The lady says that the end of the world is going to be on February fourteenth, two thousand sixteen. She so was wrong. We made it, guys. <laughs> uh, the pink ooze I thought was kind of cool in the second one. It's like condensed hatred of the city. Yeah, the way that that like, if you watch how that ooze creeps up the side of the building, the effects they use. It's good, right? I've. I, some no, of the, like, it's the, not. The it's not even done. Like <laughs> it doesn't even go. Like you could easily film that just on an upside down model. The stay puffs, and then, and then it would look great. But the, the marshmallow man still looks okay. Some of the stuff holds up. Some of it's rough. Mm-hmm. Um, Most of I the effects in the original are pretty. Both rough. are rough. Yeah, it's really rough. The Statue like, of Liberty. Yeah, rough. <laughs> yeah, that stuff sucks. See. Uh, I think that these, whole sequence. These these movies kidding? work a lot better. I think if you're a New Yorker, I think maybe. They, but I think these movies work really well if you're a New because they're kind of like Seinfeld and these these things that are sort of de- self deprecating on the city of New York. You know, There's even a line. We're surrounded the by mayor, assholes. Everyone in the city exactly. The like, mayor has a line. Just, he says, "You know, it's every New Yorker's God given right to to, to, to like, be an asshole, treat everybody like dirt." Exactly. Like these are sort of self deprecating New York movies that just sort of put the city. It, it's fun to be a New Yorker. And, and shit on your own city for some reason. Just to be rough and gruff, but actually... Mm-hmm. We all love it. This is our, you know... Yeah. you. But we, it's ours. Yeah, that's sort of what the Ghostbusters movies feel like. Uh, they're they're good. Unfortunately, rewatching all of this in one day, <laughs> I don't know how big of a fan... See, this happened with you and Mission Impossible, I think. You just, you sort of went on... I didn't on watch a, them all in one day. I but you them. binged it and you were like, I don't like this franchise. <laughs> no, but I like the Ghostbusters. I think I like the cartoon most of all, maybe. Because that might be what I yeah. watched a lot of. I did watch the movies and I loved them, but I don't think I understood. Like the the original one came out before I was born, um, so I was really young, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Um, but the cartoon was right in my cartoon watching 
totally like prime zone. Yeah, in the eighties, you don't know the difference anyway. So and so, guys, let's. I don't let, know. This was this felt very cartoony. Let's break into this if we can. You liked the Silicon Valley, Jared from Silicon Valley, in the intro here when he said, "You're gonna die in there." <laughs> Oh it's gosh. a great intro, and I'll be honest, it looks exactly like I was thought I, I, I thought I was like if I'm being honest, I thought I was in good hands at this point mm-hmm. wasn't because we have the same intro. every Ghostbusters movie has a little cold opening that ends with and then and then we sort of zoom in and the camera goes all murky and into their face and they sort of scream like yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, I like that they it's kept... It's a fun franchise. No, but I, I, I like that they kept... That's the equivalent of having the Star Wars crawl. Like, yeah. Let's have the little signatures. Let's keep them intact as much as we can. Some ooze, some proton packs. Right? Um, decent setup, I thought. You guys, I was on board for the first 45 yeah. minutes. Lots of... Like, we got some good jokes in the fir- like right in that sequence. We got uh, a reference to face bidets and (laughs) irish proof fences yeah (laughs) yeah yeah the face bidet got a lot of like slow burn class i love that i was i thought that was great Uh, um the irish proof fences (laughs) i thought i thought that the sequence at the uh like the metal concert could have was amazing and could have been milked even better like you have this ghost uh, you know, activity yeah. at a at yeah. a metal concert, and, and everyone's just Ozzy like, Osbourne, like yeah, you like Ozzy Osbourne, and you put some no, I don't know if that's some metal guy. Honestly, I have no idea, but you just mm. don't take advantage of. I was ready to start falling off my seat with laughter. Like that was ripe for some really good humor with a bunch of knucklehead. Yeah, you know, but instead we get the metal listening. Yeah, like like all these like headbangers who are like, yeah, fuck yeah, Satan, yeah, like, Satan's here. Yeah, like it could have been Just hilarious. Loving it, yeah. But instead, it's like a gag with her. Sh- it's on her shoulders. It's 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 we get, rough. The, we get the selfie stick gag. Oh my goodness, it, yeah. it, it, like, low hanging fruit with yeah. that, right? Yeah, the selfie stick. Yeah, and she's. I mean, I guess it's kind of funny when she's sort of trying to. Walk through. It's funny. With it. I like it. Could have been gag, so much funnier. I like that shot, like where where you can hardly see her and the demons just. It's a nice visual like, gag for yeah. sure. There could have been more. Uh, and oh, yeah. I, I, it sort of like plays on like what a bir- like a bird would maybe do almost. <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, it, really bad missed opportunity with the fucking metal concert. Um, I gotta say, I wouldn't mind going to the going to the dance club with Kristen Wiig. The part where she's like she's oh, doing her like yeah. puppet she's dance, bumping and grinding on like I don't know. She's dance my is wig, so funny. My my wig crush intensified with this one. Mm-hmm. She's my she, Kate McKinnon crush. Intensified. It's just a great example of how like ladies out there like if like being funny. It, like they always say it about guys. Like oh you know a sense of humor is such an important thing and makes a guy more attractive. It it does go both ways. Yeah, like you, you know what I mean. Like a sense of humor goes both ways, like a long way, I guess. Uh, Kristen Wiig, I wouldn't, you wouldn't think, but just what? one of the funniest actresses I can think of, which yeah, is she's yeah. great. Adds I like, to my, uh, I like the play between her and McCarthy. You know, it was kind of interesting that there wasn't really a after Wig meets McCarthy. You're not really sure who the protagonist is the lead is and then in that scene where they're they they're all geared up and they're in there all their stuff and then mm-hmm. they both at the same time try to say let's did, go did you did they play that up more in the like is that 
I think a bigger part of the plot originally. Well, in, in the Maybe. original movie, Venkman and Ray, it's kind of hard to tell who's mm-hmm. who's leading the show. Um, I wish Kate McKinnon had more to do. I guess. Yeah, I didn't really get why she was you know? so gung ho. Like, I love her glasses, her cool mesh, like yeah, those awesome like welder glasses. mesh glasses that she has. Oh man, we we don't get any character development. Like, I think this is one of the she reasons just, I was arguing against liking her performance as well, is because there wasn't anything to who it. Is she? Yeah, like who who is this woman? She's just a weird scientist. Like everyone else, we get at least a bit of a yeah. She just appears on. in the background. She's trying to open up once and like. Something distracts them, right? Well, near the like she's toasting people. Yeah, she's saying like you guys are like a family, yeah. and then they all get distracted, and it's over. Yeah, I just wish she had more obtuse dialogue. Like Egon Spengler's dialogue is just like legendary. When when they ask him, it was like, uh, you know, the answer is an obvious yes. When he's like, oh, uh, are we gonna get Chinese food on the way out or something? Is is the atomic weight of cobalt fifty eight point nine? Yeah, like, which is my way of saying yes. That was a great line, actually. And he says, like, what are your hobbies, Egon? I collect spores, molds, and fungus. That's like, a doozy. The The original Ghostbusters movies are super nerdy. Like, like, you know what I mean? They have really nerdy dialogue that in the 80s, you wouldn't you wouldn't quote them around a, a, a pretty girl because she'd call you a geek. You know, they're geeky movies for geeks. And the new one doesn't feel like it has that charm, like that quirky like i guess outcast like the i I mean i guess it does a bit but a little i think that's where uh, there's some of that talk like kate mckinnon and melissa mccarthy have some good exchanges uh kristen wiggs just kind of there she doesn't really get involved in much of that like there's a couple times where she gets really excited with melissa mccarthy and they start spouting off some weird psycho babble stuff yeah so it's there i mean i guess like it's it's really mainstream dialogue and not a lot of it is like there's no off-putting stuff like i said like the collecting spores molds and fungus like i i don't think they'd have something just that maybe it just seems a lot more quirky you know back in the original well i don't even know how you do that now i guess you you can't like everything is mainstream these days you know it just it just feels more like the spirit of ghostbusters to me is essentially like the anti-conjuring or the, the anti-paranormal activity. Like, it's almost like a hilarious spinal tap riff on, the like, a takedown of the bullshit world of paranormal investigators. Like, this is how dumb these people are. Imagine if they were, like, ghost busters, like, with, so do you like with, then, with energy guns. Like, just what a bunch of so nutbags. Did you like this sequence with the, the cartoon, like, the, the animation? Wait. In, in this new one. In this new one? I don't remember this. What animation? Would you call that a sequence? There's a little bit, and then what he turns into is based it's, on this. Right? Well, yeah, but it's it's not much of a sequence. Oh, okay. It's like a shot. It's a, it's the, a few seconds when she's like, turn into something it, small it and It morphs. Cute. The logo morphs. Oh, yeah. I remember. Yeah. There's a McKinnon line that's like uh, an Egon line when they're, he's like, what do you want me to, what form do you want me to take? And she's like, hmm, something stationary perhaps a bullseye <laughs> yeah that's pretty like good. so quiet meredith didn't even hear the line people were laughing at other shit yeah in the scene. yeah yeah um so the cameos here uh like n- there is no reason bill murray is in this movie or dan Aykroyd. 
or Sigourney Weaver, which is hilarious. She's not even in the movie until like the yeah, out the outtakes really made at no the credits. Sense. Like, why did you even bother? She's not even in them. Like, she's not even in it till the outtakes. It didn't what, make any what sense. What are you doing? Like, who is this person? So Bill Murray uh, is given nothing interesting to do whatsoever. Uh, he's there to debunk them. No, though. no wonder he said no to this shit for years and years and years. And then they finally use him in this way. Just to sit on set on, you know, for some dumb interview with like a, a newscaster, and then come and literally sit in a chair in their in their kitchen, and then get blown out the window. I think the problem that like, is all he does. We can we can say a major problem with this movie is maybe it's maybe the original script was great, but whatever we ended up with, the writing in general. Just does isn't good. There's some great lines, but the story doesn't yeah, make a jokes. lot of sense. You, we're going joke to joke, and that doesn't that's not the sign of a good like, movie. There's a sequence near the end, and I don't want to spoil it, but where Wig and McCarthy are kind of talking about, you know, I'll, I won't leave you this time. And there's clues throughout what we got that there was a much bigger role to that whole story between mm-hmm. them through this entire movie because it start, it starts off with the two of them in the novel, and they had a falling out. But there's also a sequence uh, in the middle of the film, like before the third act, Kristen Wiig, after they've saved the city, it seems, and the mayor says, no, we we need to keep this on the down low and call you guys frauds. Kristen Wiig's off on her own, but the others are together and we don't really know why. Like there wasn't, I have a feeling in a director's cut, there would be a big fallout between them. There's apparently 17 minutes extra being added to the blu-ray edition well yeah by the way speaking of the mayor best jaws joke i've seen yes that was great yes yeah i'm not the mayor from jaws he gets super mad right oh i thought you were gonna be like the mayor from jaws he's like no i'm not like the mayor from jaws oh don't don't compare me to the mayor from jaws don't ever compare me to the mayor from (laughs) jaws uh, andy Uh, garcia yeah 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 so so kristen wig's not with them and then when all hell breaks loose when all hell breaks loose they don't call her or anything like, what the hell is with that? Like, she just shows up and is like, hey, guys, here I am to save you. Well, okay, mm-hmm. why do I care? And also, then later, when we got the sequence of her, like, I'll never leave your side again, why do I care about this? Like, like it seems like this central plot that was in the original screenplay or the movie that they had shot or wanted to make revolved around this relationship. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And now that relationship is just gone. <laughs> and it doesn't make any sense. And so one big climactic moment just falls really flat. Oh, well, yeah. Because I think halfway yeah. through, they just were like, okay, we're just going to use Hemsworth. He's going to be our draw. Um, he was gonna... hilarious. He was, but there's two... He played two characters, right? Like himself and then himself. Is this spoilers? Yeah, we're not bothering. Who cares, possessed. right? Yeah, go So there's himself and then himself possessed. I don't even think he, he's... But he's maybe possessed for 10 minutes of the yeah, movie, it, right? It, so he didn't need to... That second part where he got possessed, that didn't need to happen. Why did this guy have to come and possess him? He didn't. That shouldn't have happened. And when he was in his body, everything he did was out of character. Nothing he did was... What he would actually do. Reminded me of the character that he had been before he killed himself. Yeah. Nothing. He was like, is this too Peter Pan? What? This guy was like a weirdo that just kept ranting to himself about whatever it is charging the ley lines open the vortex yeah charge the line and he was the most generic uh, yeah villain i've, ne- I've never seen anything like, like this. A, d- it's, a disgruntled it's amazing a disgruntled I get bullied. outcast 
So I'm going to let ghosts free. No, but I, I kept waiting for his... Like, I, I thought he was a minion. I kept waiting for the next villain up to, above him yeah, to be revealed. Yeah, puppet master, I thought, yeah, too. Yeah, we never got anything like that. Um, well, I think we might have sort of got something like that in the... Uh, in the, the stinger? The stinger. I, I stuck around for that. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> Me too. We yeah. all did. Oh, no. Okay, right, before we get there, I just don't want to stay on this climactic bullshit. Uh... The like with Slimer driving the Ecto one, and they sort of have to draw him to. That's a little bit Deus Ex Machina, don't you think? It's terrible. He just it's, shows it's up right at the perfect moment. Awful. We need to overload the hole. Oh look, there's a thing that you just two minutes there's ago a, told me a, had a nuclear device on the roof, and it's driving straight for the hole. There's with a, a ramp. There's a ramp aiming at the heart of it. Set up for this. Like like I couldn't believe how lazy. Like they just ran out of time or like, something. They fantastic Ford this shit, right? Like they this, must this, have. this feels like a reshoot that they did like, literally three months ago. All right, or guys, let's wrap it up. Like they're and they're yeah, like, okay, just, well, there's a, so the the Ecto one shows up and oh we just drive it God. into the hole and that solves everything, and it blows up Fatso from Casper. Yeah, yeah, you don't like that. He was Fats Fatso from Casper. If you guys so have this, seen the like 1990s Devin Sawa, <laughs> he's in there, movie. like as like a, who actually has Dan Aykroyd in it as a Ghostbuster who oh, runs out of the yeah. mansion. Yeah, at the beginning. Yeah, there's some oh, crossover yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just thought this whole final sequence was just a pathetic excuse for the whole cross the streams moment from the first movie remember that was sort of a, a nice they never mentioned it well that was a nice moment from the first you, you sort of are beware don't cross the streams you'll you unmake totally reality reverse the polarity the great twist of the ending is that oh, the only way to defeat well you have to cross the streams within zool's realm it's you're trying to defeat gozer actually uh you know the weird uh, uh flat top remember aim oh, yeah, for the yeah. flat top gozer <laughs> aim for the flat top yeah. yeah, they do reverse the polarity by blowing up the Ecto One, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, okay. So it's that, like, you want your end of you want the end of your Ghostbusters movie to have that sort of reversal kind of moment with crossing the streams. You didn't get it. Uh, you you blew up Slimer. They brought back Slimer puffed, and they went even bigger. Yeah, they tried to do that. Ridiculous looking. The scale of destruction was really massive too. Like. He busted out of a whole skyscraper yeah. and that just floated up into the air. Does does floating debris make it less of a horrific destruct like disaster? But you're probably still getting it, smashed it, around it by got, rocks. It and got shit. put together afterwards for some reason. Oh, that's right. <laughs> did your audience supernatural? Uh, did your audience eat this? Like uh, eat up everything Melissa McCarthy did in this? Oh, yeah. there was lots of laughs in my theater. Yeah. I Okay. Yeah, I laughed quite... Like, there was a lot of... I was entertained through most of this movie. Okay. Like, I, I was having a pretty good time. I didn't like the poltergeist or the, the like, Melissa McCarthy possession sequence. Would you no, that was that? really weird. Like, that was super weird. Apparently, I, I just Terrible. found this out today. That's what it was. Originally, Melissa McCarthy was cast as Patty, like the, the subway worker, but they thought that it would be too much like her past, um, like, totally out there characters. Or, no, be so much like her character from uh, that... The boss? Oh, that's a sitcom she's in. We used to be in. Mike, Mike and Molly. Molly. Um, Just like a, yeah, blue collar. So, yeah, like to get to the stinger, we got the Leslie Jones listening to the mixtape. And uh, <laughs> the EVP. The EVP tapes and then reveals, guys, what? I think I got something. What is Zool, y'all? What's Zool? What's Zool? And now we're supposed to 
be pumped because are we doing the Star Trek shit? Like, oh, is this the next one's Khan, the Wrath of Zool? Like, well, what are we doing? Oh, like, we why mention the- that dive down the hole? We how did we get here without mentioning the dive down the hole? What? Well, well when she goes to rescue Melissa oh, yeah. McCarthy, yeah, that's true. So, well, it's so that's, bad. That's because, but it's again, straight out of the cartoon. It would look totally perfect in, in the, the real Ghostbusters to have that sequence. You'd be like, oh. Yes, but I accept this. The film we got had no reason for that to even exist. Zero. Like, I, I'm blanking on this entire situation. It's when she jumps into the vortex because Melissa McCarthy is oh, pulled. Okay, right and then their hair turns right. white. Okay, yeah. 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 Because, because yeah. Wh- why? Their hair turns white? Because that's and the sequence I'm talking green, about. That's the cross the, green, the streams moment that what is was the green so stuff weak. that he splashed into. Like, what was the bottom of that pit? That's what? the uh, the other, the nether realms or something. So it's all underwater? Uh, it's Dimension X. The Technodrome is there. Oh, <laughs> the Ninja Turtles. Yes. It's, uh, it's, why it's green. Krang. It's why it's green. Stark City, man. He's going to show up in an Alex Proyas film. So are you guys... Gods of Egypt. Are you yeah. guys as tired as I am uh, of like franchise setup and this kind of crap? Like, do, can we, do we need Ghostbusters 2 to be about Zool? Like, what are we... What is the point of this? Well, to be fair with that, that was a stinger. So they didn't really use the film to set that so up. So I guess the next one could be like, hey, that Zool situation yeah, was crazy. True. Let's well, move on to the... Well, like actually, just, I yeah. think if they're trying to make a trilogy, they should have Zool hover over the second one and then not even introduce him or them until... And then I the next one's like, hey, Vigo the Carpathian, we got a new painting no. in, everybody. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. But what we will see, though, is is McKinnon's character continuing to refine her devices. I like that at the beginning, you know? They're fighting mm-hmm, and, like, mm-hmm. the, that was a really funny shot, right? When she so- first activates the gun and, like... It was like somebody trying to pee into a urinal that's like too far uh, away, like the stream. Yeah, your audience was really digging that whole thing. Oh, like was... there was one woman who I thought was gonna pee her pants. She okay. was laughing so hard. That, at that. that to to me that was just like I I, I was stone faced during that entire sequence. But but the idea though of how Kate McKinnon was like, oh, I know how to make it better. I know how to fix it. And she kept and every time she would have dialogue, she'd be like, I've got the proton inhibitor to make mm-hmm. it improve and I've got these thingamajiggers to make it do this whatamadoodad. Yeah, the new tech is pretty good. I, I like the shotgun. And we'll keep getting more and more. And the, punch, you like that? the punch glove. Mm-hmm. Really cool. The, that like was my that. least favorite. Can, can, yeah. can, I, can I share something that dawned on me while uh, watching the originals and the new one and the week? And that's why we're here. The week that, that we've just gone through. You know the uh, ghost trap that you slide out on the wheels? What does it remind you of? A ghost trap? No. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, Pokeballs. Poke balls. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it is like... It's po- a straight up Pokeball. Poke, it's not a Pokeball, though, because Pokeballs don't have... They're not attached to the foot... Thing. I guess, but you it's have the, to time it right. It's, it's not just it's not just a trap, right? It's not guaranteed to catch a ghost just because you throw it underneath. You no, in the first one, to... they throw. There's a there's a dude jogging in the first Ghostbusters, and they just throw the thing out in front of him, oh, and he, he just, runs. He just runs into it. Oh yeah. I think the different ghosts have different levels of like you know strength, oh, different levels of vapors. Yeah, you know, some are a class five full roaming vapor. Some are just you know uh, mists, uh, you know, kind of, or just gels mm. or, and, and or like, plasma. What was, what was the deal with the guy that he, he could like make them stronger? I want them to explore that. Like, well, there's it was technology. a machine. It was a machine that amplified. Yeah. yeah so, a... could you find good ghosts? Could Slimer become a Ghostbuster? <laughs> Please no. 
Slimer. Slimer was a Ghostbuster, Fine. wasn't he? In, like, in the, the real Ghostbusters. In the real Ghostbusters. He was like a member of the... Um, well, he was around. Guys, we, yeah. we, we, we got to bring this one home. I'm not a fan of this movie at all. It wasn't horrible. It just was not good. It's, it's a, fine, right? It, it's a 6 out of 10, though. Oh, that's lower than I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it a 7, because it's just fine. I think you guys are probably in there. 7.5. 7.5. Okay. I, I, I had a lot of fun. It has its flaws. Um, so do the originals. So do the originals. They have terrible effects and choppy story writing, and so does this. It uh, it made me laugh. This a doesn't lot. have terrible effects. I, it I was actually highlighter colored effects. Yeah, I love the effects and the lighting effects, like the colors that are being projected onto the actors look cool. And oh man, the, this the did you watch it in three D? Yeah, N- no. The three D effects were really good in this. I heard they were. This is a movie to see. Like in 3D. it was. Mm-hmm. I'm giving it the point five just for that base. Like because okay. because like okay. the electrical ghost the guy that was electrified because you've got the black bars on the screen the electric electricity would actually extend past the frame on, on the screen yeah, so okay. it was coming out of the movie and stuff it was and pretty the, cool at the beginning when jared gets v- vomited on <laughs> in 3d that that's was pretty great. sweet it's like right in your face like Brah! okay yeah yeah starts yeah. the movie off i probably like, should have done classic that. 3d it's moment. one of the only examples of a 3d movie recently that i would recommend elevates god damn it oh, okay uh, that might have done it. I, I was still stunned by some of the the visuals we got as it was sweet. in 2D. So uh, I think oh. that I think that'll do it, guys. Um, I, I, I I don't think we need to go back to. Do you know an aquarium is just a submarine for fish? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I love that. that was, when if that was his only character as like the total dumb, just like eye candy for the girls, I would have liked him way better. But, but the weird when they possession. try and work him in as like this other role as well, like nah, just, yeah, just I know you can dance, Chris Hemsworth, but like you don't need to in this. Well, movie. They, well, they cut that out and put it back in the credits. Like that's weird that he posed. They kept him posing everybody. Yeah, why did he? Why did that guy wouldn't pose? We've already gone over it. <laughs> yeah, we've already gone. Yeah, over what, it. what is that dance move? What the fuck is that? Well, it's because like in the credits you see them doing the. So okay. I'm sure in the director's cut we're gonna get a dance number is this is this gonna be three hours long and rated r it's gonna be called the ultimate edition oh my god i like i love near the end though when he has a sandwich like honestly (laughs) he's just eating a sandwich went to the deli (laughs) yeah and then someone tosses it back to him throw it away from him like that was that was amazing that moment i liked it (laughs) but it it was like it's one of those moments where it totally undercuts the entire movie. Like it really, the whole yeah, world right. is no longer real because that's like somebody on set. It's just like somebody threw a sandwich. It's really and funny. And he was like, "Hey, can I get that back?" And like the timing was just right, you. and he got it. Like that's that's magic that happens on set, kind of. Yeah. It's like the hall. That's and that's it, that's an outtake that's in the movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. And then everybody would crack up laughing, and then yeah. the credits would roll. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I really. I. I hate that. When you end the movie on an outtake, I feel like I want my money back. Like I feel like, oh, this whole thing was an outtake. Fuck you. <laughs> right. That's kind of what I got. <laughs> With that, uh, I think that'll do it, guys. Yeah, let's Next week, in it. we are reviewing Star Trek Beyond. I'm really stoked for this. Getting some good I'm sad so that far. I won't be here, I but uh, can I can we, imagine that it will be. Can fun. we? Can we get call you? Can are you? Yeah, gonna, we can try and set that up for sure. If you've seen it, if I've seen it, and if the time difference doesn't affect things, and if I'm not, I think busy I sh- with other commitments. It will be a daytime show next weekend, so so we'll we'll try and set it up. Hopefully, right. we, at least for the review, maybe the whole thing. Who knows? Okay, I'm excited for this one. I am too, man. Uh, I didn't mind Star Trek Into Darkness. 
I like them all. Yeah, I'm, Justin, a, I'm a fan Just, of New Trek. Justin Lin, I'm a I'm a furious head man. Is that what you're? Is that head? the official? I'm a I'm a I'm a Final Fantasy He's a fast <laughs> head. Yeah. Uh, so thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at Vertical Viewing, uh, Vertical Viewing at Gmail to tell us why this Ghostbuster, why the originals are better than this one. Please, because I disagree. I don't think they if, are. If you agree or disagree with anything, uh, any of our takes here, please let us know. Uh, VerticalViewing.com. You can uh, click the donate button there. Anything you can uh, spare, some pocket change. It's less than a Netflix subscription, which is basically nothing. Just a cup of coffee, you know, a couple of couple of coffees a month, couple of lattes. Uh, yeah, anything you can spare helps us keep the lights on. Just check your couch. Yeah, and then put that into the disk drive of your computer. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, go to iTunes, leave us your uh, salmon barbecue recipes and a five star review. Um, I think that should do it. Go to our new Instagram. Oh yeah, say hello yeah. to the gummy bear that brought you. Uh, yeah, is it on Instagram? Uh, yep. Yeah, gummy bear is there. Gummy At vertical bears. viewing. Yeah, we got sweet lenses now for our phones. You can get super microscopic uh, gummy bear photos. Uh, Truth. Yeah. So this 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 podcast has been brought to you by gummy bears. This, As always. This, this green gummy bear right here. Uh, any final thoughts, gents? I'm I'm I, I want to hear. I actually I really want a lot of people to write in, if possible, because I've found in discussions that. This movie can go either way. Mm-hmm. Things that you might like, people will hate about it, and vice versa. So I want to know. Like, I, I would like Chris Hemsworth. A lot of people didn't like Chris Hemsworth. Mm. I wasn't a huge fan of Kate McKinnon. A lot of people like Kate McKinnon. Right, right. So I just want to hear the reasons. I I want to know if because there's lots of people out there that are gonna say I like I love the original movies. This new one sucks, man. <laughs> what? No, they're not. It's not. It's explain why they're different to me. Please. We need it. Yeah. Verticalviewing at gmail.com. Uh, yeah. Thanks thanks for being on the show, kids. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. For putting on the show. It's my pleasure. Um, yeah. Anything else? I guess that'll do it, right? We can, we can put her to bed. I'm uh, I'm going to say keep her vertical. No? Okay. No? Is that is that not fair? Well, I was going to say that we should... Uh, yeah. Yeah. You, you whatever, whatever that means. Keep it vertical. <laughs> <laughs>